Just trying to play my game with no deal, though. Wow, 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 he's a very nice. Like anybody f***ing gives a shit. It's the Battery Gamers. Switch that console up before Yo. Duke, lay off the sound effects. Hello and welcome to show 121 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 121! Let's do this, baby! You know, in Let's the year 121 this. AD, um, Marcus Aurelius was born. Great. On April 26th at 3 p.m. Yeah, who is that? Is he, is he meant to be famous or something? Though? Marcus Aurelius was a very famous Roman emperor. Right. What did he do? Did he kill lots of people? Because that's what they uh, did, isn't it? An empire, yeah. Of course they're going to kill people. Also, there are 121 uh, spaces on a Chinese checkers board. But just, just a minute, just going back to it, did he have a sponge on a stick, though, to wipe his bum? I don't know about that. Well, that's what Romans had, apparently. They had a sponge on a stick. Okay, well, thank you for that. That's I know. That's some information. Yeah, I hope you enjoy that. Uh, yes, uh, we have got Duke here. Yay! Dance to that? Uh, I, is it fair to call you musicians as well? Um... Well, we play live, but we play live. Uh, we don't play off tape. <laughs> yeah, what the hell was that from? <laughs> That's from this group called Fuse. They only ever put out one album, and it was like low tempo, like, you know, chilled out. Uh, I don't even know how you describe it. Like really cool, really downbeat, uh, good stuff. And at the end of it, they had this weird album where they were just sort of talking, and I don't know, they were just... Cutting it up, and uh, yeah, here's some fuse. That's more high tempo. Yeah, this is most of their stuff. Anyway, that's me. Now you see, when I first heard that, I thought it was Spinal Tap for a minute. No. No, well, he did sound a bit like, you know, like a bit crazy sort of, you know, just talking shit sort of thing, right? Uh, and oh, then the part where they were talking. But I think some of the stuff we've been doing lately has been like more repetitive, you know? Yeah, and I thought, oh, is it Spinal And then I thought, no, it isn't. <laughs> no. I've done a lot of Spinal Tap. I'm not doing Spinal Tap no more. Yeah. All right, who else we got? Well, now, I hope you've got some special sound clips ready because uh, Chinny isn't here. He's not here. Oh, jeez. Come on, Chinny. What are you doing? I know. Do you know, he doesn't turn oh. up. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't turn up, but he doesn't even give me a reason why. I didn't even get a reason. It's just I can't. Me- he, he's like messaged me. Um, yeah, it was yesterday sometime it was, and he said... I can't make it tomorrow, and I can't make it tonight, so that would be no good either if you could do that. So oh, that right. I couldn't do it last night, by the way. Well, he couldn't do it either, so it wouldn't have made any difference. But he's here now. Are you doing all right, Chinny? Yeah, I'm fine. God, he really is here. Again. Yeah. Do you know, weird. I still will never forget when you did that the first time, and I actually did think he was there for a minute. Yeah. Well, that was a good show, don't you think so, Chinny? I absolutely, 100% disagree. You disagree? I thought it was a good show, eh? whatever. Yeah, it was very odd, that. It was, it was a bit so weird. You can draw circles there, Chinny? We ain't doing geometry. We're trying to play some games. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway, so, have, you, have you got some sound bites for the, for the person we've got? You feel diva like the closet. Of course I got sound bites. What kind of question is no, that? No, but specific, special ones. Have you got any special ones? Yeah. We well, do. Then. Let's hear them then. 
Oh, you introduce him first. Do we have to introduce him first? Yes. Oh, okay. It make any okay. sense otherwise. Oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I bet he's so glad he said yes, he would do it, you know. Oh, yeah. I am really thinking that. Anyway, yes, we, we have got... <laughs> Gary Simmington. There you go. That's who we've got. Yay! A.K.A. Johnny Fartpants. Johnny Fartpants. There you go. Hello. Yeah, for the Hello. show. Yeah. Yay, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. That's okay. That's okay. But if you, if you do shit, we'll never invite you again. You do. Alrighty. I'll try not You're to. Johnny Fartpants, not Johnny Shitpants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a fine line. I won't cross it. Although it could be a shart, couldn't it? You know. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, if I accidentally follow through, then it's, uh, it's your fault. Brilliant. All right, moving on. All right, yeah. So, have you got any special sound bites for him now that we've introduced him? Come on, let's hear them. I play the special sound bite. What? <laughs> is that it? It's there. It is. It's wow. perfect. I've got my own. Oh yeah. You ready? Yeah. Ready. Oh nice. yeah. Did you hear it? We, oh yes, we heard it. Beautiful. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. That was live. We, <laughs> we could tell. <laughs> Could you? Uh, you have to edit that out. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that's the part of the show. Yeah, that's definitely staying in. Um, oh, so yes, yeah, Chinny's not here, and we've got uh, Johnny or Gary. Well, what do you prefer, Johnny or Gary? What do you? Uh, whatever you decide, mate. I don't mind. How about Gonny? Gonny, yeah, that's good. Gonny. That would work. Jerry. 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 Um. Anyway. Uh, yes, I guess it's story time. I'm even just going to say it now because I guess that's what it is. <laughs> I've given up pretending it isn't. Story, story, story time. Yes. Now, as I, you know, I alluded to last week that I'd started playing The Witch 2 and my wife, you know, unfortunately saw, you know, a naked lady in the game with a big hairy muff, as she described it. And then since then, I've probably played the game for about probably another 14 hours, I guess. Damn. So. Uh, yeah, so a fair amount of game in between then and now, right? And this is no word of a lie. On Saturday, it must have been Saturday afternoon, she was going into town and Millie was with a friend or something, right? So I thought, oh, I'll, yeah. play, I'll play a bit of The Witcher 2. These are always now play. Exactly. Now, since the first naked lady occurrence in the game, there hasn't been any naked ladies at all, okay? At the precise moment... <laughs> 12 hours ago, and there's not been any. At the precise moment uh, that my wife came into the conservatory to say that she was going... Let me uh, guess. Go on, go on, have a guess. What Full happened? frontal nudity. Worse than that. Oh, my goodness. Worse than that. Um, yeah, basically, there's a scene, and it's, it's quite tastefully done, to be fair. You know, there's a scene where... You, it's the same lady, to be fair. It wasn't a new one. Same woman. Is she, is she like, always naked? Like, no. hey, you're milk, you no. but... She's sucking off a goat in this one. No, but, but, right, (laughs) oh my God. Do you know when you suddenly start realizing that you might regret doing something? Ah, too late now. I know. So anyway, right, so. permanent guest now. He's always on every week. I know. (laughs) So, so anyway, so I'm sat there, right, and, um, yeah, Tess, she's called the, uh, the lady in question, the sorceress. Um, but she has a very novel way of taking her clothes off. Is she from the Durbervilles? I have no idea what that even means. 
Thomas Hardy wrote a book called Test of the Durbervilles. It's, oh, it's, yeah. That's, the English majors are falling out of their chairs right now. <laughs> that's definitely an English teacher joke, that is. Yeah. Um, oh, I even knew what he was on about. Oh, well, oh so Stu's just yeah. an English. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. This guy is an Ignorant. idiot. So anyway, yeah, so anyway uh, her very novel way of taking her clothes off was by rubbing her hands in a very seductive way from her neck down to her feet and her clothes dissolved. <laughs> so it's Bayonetta. Well, worse than that, because obviously they, it left nothing to it. There wasn't a bit of her covering it. There was her on the muff again, but obviously <laughs> there, there wasn't any other her covering her boobs or, her, you know, everything was fully shown, right? And then as my wife is saying goodbye, in the next scene, he's giving it to a doggy style on the side of a pool. Dude, dude, I've got one question. Yes. What's her? Her, yeah, that's my accent. But her, 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 her. By so yes, he was. Uh, yeah, so he was. Um, yeah, he was a little bit rude, uh, but it was it was sort of tastefully done. I so guess. wait, <laughs> naked doing a doggy style. But yeah. it's done tastefully. It was. It was. Yeah. Very- <laughs> I'd like to invite my family over to watch this game because it's so it's so elegant and tasteful. Oh, have you never seen sex in a film before? Jute, does that not exist? Usually, it's done in a way that makes me think that a twelve-year-old's directing it, and it sounds like that's what this is. Antonia's line. It wasn't. There's it that wasn't. very short scene in Amelie as much no, as it, that movie. There's some tasteful sex in that. No, it was done in quite a cool way because it just given her this rose of remembrance, which like you have to give to the person that you love and all this. Sort Maybe of it's stuff. the way you described it. He's giving it to her doggy style. Yeah, that's right. I've got the image in my head. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Right, her hair and you know, really. Trying. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It, you like that woman? <laughs> yeah. Her? It wasn't. Who's your daddy, bitch. Who's your daddy? Anyway, the cool thing was my wife didn't say anything she just sort of looked again and just went the yeah. cool thing is she made some notes in her divorce yeah. papers proceedings <laughs> notebook she said right i'm going now now i'll see you later <laughs> but i think in her she because she said in the comment she made was did he ever have any clothes on in this game and i was just like, but i'm sadly thinking that there's not this is the only second time yeah. in 14 hours that there's been any naked people in it and yeah, it just so happened you're only seeing the very few moments I she's know. like yeah, whatever whatever so I was just like, oh, my God. So twice now. And she just thinks I'm a pervert. You know what I mean? And Usually you can see a lot more than just her. You no, know, <laughs> you can see her all the time. No, 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 her. I'm talking about her. Yeah, I know you're talking about her. Her, her. Uh, anyway, um, so, yeah, so that's my story for this week. And hopefully the next oh. time she sees me playing this game, maybe they'll have some clothes on. You never know. Yeah, maybe. You're going to wait for a part where it's like, okay, let's put on our new armor, everybody. Oh, I'm going to pause and wait for her to show up. And then I'll start playing it. And they'll go, let's put on a new armor, everybody. But first, let's get naked and flour around in the oil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happens. But as we've got a guest, which is obviously Gary, come to you first. Gary, it's your, you're in the spotlight. Go for it. What have you been playing since right, the beginning right. of time? Yeah. Right. This week, I've mostly been playing Fallout 3. <laughs> You've not been yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't played it up until about about three months ago. I picked it up cheap. I was on Twitter asking people. So I really loved Skyrim, and Bethesda made this other game, Fallout. Should I give it a go? And uh, people were like, "Yeah, I can't believe you haven't fucking played it. Play it. Play it." What's wrong with you? Uh, yeah, so I, I put it in thinking, oh, I'm not expecting too much. You know, it's a really old game and everything. But it's amazing. Yay. Unbelievably good. 
No. Do you know, right? We've had to listen to Jew going on about this game for about ah, four surround- weeks. Shut up, Stu. Go ahead. Um, it's, it's, I think it's better than Skyrim. Oh, that's, that's, that's a, a big thing to I say, know. I know. Why do you I say that? Uh, well, it feels more real. The combat, for a start, if you if you do the VAT system when you're fighting, it's really cool. It's, oh, it's, VATS it's, is totally awesome. I'm with you there. Yeah, cool as fuck. Um, the dialogue between characters is so awesome, unbelievable. And it is. I think it is more believable than... Because Skyrim, I think they're going for that affectation of, like, this inn is 400 years old. Let me tell you the story of it. And you're just like, shut up. Yeah, and there's a lot of waffle in Skyrim. Yeah. But yeah. in this, I think these people, these characters, could really exist in this I think world. a nuclear apocalypse will tend to cut down on the waffling. Life is... <laughs> yeah. the point. <laughs> yeah, and... I've, I mean, I've been playing for about 20 hours, and I've done... Four quests, and I haven't so even completed. So you just left the vault, then? <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it is just so brilliant. I've been playing Kingdoms of Amalur, and I've got like 150 quests within that time. Yeah. And in this game, I've got five. And well, so have you made any decisions yet? Have you taken any actions? Like, did you save that guy's mom in the vault? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yep. Saved All right, her. So you're a good guy. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you did you blow up Megaton though? Have you done that? No, I I told the dude that asked me to blow it up. I told the the guy, you know, the, the Mr. Black, Burke. Yeah, I, I I grassed up on him, snitched on oh. him to, oh, yeah. to, to someone else. So he came in and confronted him and said, "Oi, what's this about you trying to blow up Megaton?" And the, the guy was like, I, "I don't know what you're talking about. You got it all wrong." So I started to walk away, and then he shot this guy. Dude. The sheriff shot him in the back. Oh of the yeah, head. Lucas Sims. Yeah, that's the one, Lucas Sims. Yeah. And then don't don't you get a don't you get a house given to you after those? Yeah, I got the house after I, after I um saved the detonate not detonated the bomb but um turned it off so I couldn't go. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And his son came along, which was uh pretty quickly appeared. Yeah. So, uh, okay, I'm taking over my father's role. <laughs> exactly. Okay, where do you come from? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and um. Uh, but I, I'm just finding myself spending so much time in the underground. I don't know if that's quite a huge part of the game. But it, you know, at first it is because you have to get to certain places, and the only way you can do it is through those tunnels. But yeah, once yeah. you get done with that part of it, like you don't really have to go into them a whole lot. I mean, it's it's a significant chunk, but it's not enormous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I picked up the Game of the Year edition, brand new, with all the DLC, everything, for £12. I mean, what a bargain. Yeah, it is. You get so much game for that. And I didn't expect that I would enjoy it anywhere near as much as I am. But that game is that that the second best game I played since uh, 2011. Uh, what, what was your first best game then? Ah, uh, the best game I played in the last two years got to be The Witcher Two. Ah, look, uh, a modern that, game Duke. Have you heard of those? They're like games that are out now. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So apart from that, I've been playing um, Trials Evolution. Which I so what do you think of The Witcher 2? You can't just skim over Oh, right. Do you want me to talk about The Witcher 2? Well, he clearly likes it if it's the best game I, he's played in the last two years. can't just skim over it. I love The Witcher 2. There, there's a few things that annoy me. Like, um, you can go in, into people's homes and steal right in front of them. Yeah, they don't care, do they? It's they completely different to Skyrim. You just <laughs> yeah. go in and it's just like... But that's one of my least favourite parts about the game. What bugs me the most is that you can't just pick up the bitch you want. You have to pick up all the shit that yeah, they've got. Yeah, that annoys me as well. You get all yeah. this crap in your inventory. 
Yeah, and you get a lot of it. A lot of stuff. Well, yeah, I keep having to drop things. But the, uh, I think the the combat is incredible. It's uh, the only thing I think is better than that is Dark Souls. That combat is probably a little bit better, but it has some similarities to to Dark Souls, though, doesn't it? It's not quite as it's not quite as precise and smooth, but it's definitely got similarities to it. Yeah, well, I, I always thought they can make an RPG with a great story, but with uh, Dark Souls combat, that would be it. I don't think you could get much better than that. And this yeah. is the closest game to that exact. Not quite as punishing, though. And it's oh no, 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 when you, I mean, fun, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's a lot of variation. What I like about it is the depth of what you can do with the combat. You know, because it seems fairly superficial to begin with, but then once you start adding in the magic stuff and the parries and riposts and all that sort of stuff, it, it certainly gets deep quite quickly. And you can string your um your attacks together. You know, like Batman. Obviously. Yeah. Have you done that yet? I Are certainly you... have. Yeah, focusing in on each guy. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's, it feels very sad. It, it, like you say, once you get one of those combos going where you're going from one enemy to another, and when you're quite buffed up, uh, it takes them out with one kill sometimes, you know, one hit kills. Uh, and it so fe- violent. Yeah. Beautiful, satisfying, isn't it? When he sticks a sword through that face. Yeah. If you get those, because you do occasionally get the little cutscene, don't you? The little sort of finishing move. And yeah. some of those are brutal. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying that. The, uh, the extra storyline, the dialogue, and the maturity of it is like nothing else I've played, apart from Fallout 3. It's, I but think I think it's even... It's even Dude, more... You haven't played Fallout 3, you don't get to say... I've played 30-odd <laughs> hours of Fallout 3. Yeah, you played it for 20 3. minutes. So get lost. You didn't finish it, so you can't... It doesn't say. matter, but I can <laughs> comment on the dialogue. I know, I'm kidding. Um, go ahead. It's, it's much better. I mean, the voice acting is far superior to Fallout. You know, and and even the way the dialogue's written is is games like Fallout and Skyrim just feel really tame by comparison. No way, man! What about the woman at the shop in Megaton? Hey there, how you doing? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> some fireworks for me and see how they react. Okay, stay safe. Yeah, there's none of that. <laughs> I mean, if you if you upset a merchant in in uh, The Witcher, they'll threaten to uh, have you arrested or something. You know what I mean? It's uh, I just look around and see what you, there's anything you like. But it feels like, and I, I know I said this last week, but if if Quentin Tarantino made a fantasy game, this is the sort of dialogue that would be in it. Yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. You know, it's cool. It's it's really well written. It's it's exactly how you would expect. The ty- and and there's a distinctive class system in the game as well, which is really cool. And the- an RPG with a class system? What? So yeah, it's but yeah. but like um the two different the races, you know the yeah. the witches and the uh, the little magic people. What are they call yeah, the humans and non-humans. The, <laughs> That's the one. Sort of, I think they're actually called little magic people. <laughs> the little, little magic people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but in like in the first city you go to, Flotsam, um, they're all segregated. So anyone who's not a human is segregated into one part of the city. So it's a racist game. It is. Yeah, very racist. much it is. Yeah. yeah. But then. But in a good way. In a good way. But then in the <laughs> in a good way. In the second chapter, in the second (laughs) chapter, you go to a huge dwarven city, and in that, all the humans are segregated into a little part of the city. Hmm. So it's sort of it's very interesting, and obviously they're treated completely differently by. And there's lots of decisions you make in the storyline that affect how the how they are treated, and you can either side with the humans or non-humans, and 
there's lots of twists and turns along the way. And it does this really cool thing with the dialogue trees where it gives you a time limit on which option. Yeah, to that's choose. brilliant. Mm, that is interesting. And also, it, there's no clear right path or wrong path or good choice or bad choice. There's so many gray areas, you don't really know which path you're going down. And so it's far more realistic that way than other RPGs. Definitely. You never really but, know whether you're making a good but decision. But is that a good oh, thing? Oh. Like, part of me says that's really cool because that's the way life is. But you know what? I'm sorry. One of the reasons I like video games is, as Hannibal Burris says, I want to play in this game for an escape from reality. I want to know that I have the option to make things better for people, not, oh, I don't know if I'm helping or not. Ugh, I might just be making things worse. That's how I am every day. <laughs> Well, there was, I mean, just to give you an example, again, it's not a story spoiler or anything like that, but there's a part in the game where I got into a fist fight with a nobleman uh, in a bar because he wanted to prove his worth because his brother was like a renowned hero and he was seen as like the black sheep of the family. Yeah. Uh, so he decided to take me on in a fist fight in a bar in a brawl and, and you could either let him win or you could beat him, which I just beat him up. But there's obviously going to be some repercussions because I didn't let him win because he sort of made a lot of threats as he was walking off. Mm -hmm. And then on the quest log, it just says, uh, uh, you now have to wait uh, to see what happens. Oh, that drives me crazy, man. (laughs) What's something I can do in the quest log? Yeah. Wait, not a good action. Yeah. So I've got to wait now and see what happens as a result of me beating him up when he, you know, I should have maybe let him win. I don't know. So that's, uh, and what's the other thing cool about the quest log? And I don't know whether you, you realize this or not, uh, Gary, but th- your quest log's written by Dandelion. Did you realize that? Oh, I didn't know it was him. Yeah. So he's writing you. So when you read it, you, you sort of realize it's, it sounds like him when he talks to you. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, makes sense now. Yeah. So every time you do a bit more of the quest, he does an update in your quest log, and it's yeah, sort of I noticed big. that the, the update is brilliant, isn't it? The way it's yeah. written from I didn't know it's him though, Dandelion. Yeah, which is a That's little interesting. Yeah, which is a little. Uh, what do you call them? The guys with the loot who tell stories and stuff about people's deeds and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the, those Ponzi minstrels. Yeah. Like. yeah, minstrel. Is it minstrel? Something like oh, they mince, mince around a lot. I think. <laughs> yeah. You know who sing who sings songs about famous people? A bard. A bard. Yeah. It's a bard. Yeah. So he's one of those. A game about a story told by one of them. Well, this sort of is. This... Yeah. No, that was a hilarious joke again. Oh, I see. Your, <laughs> your jokes are Steve rubbish. Steve and Christopher Matthew are probably like pissing themselves right now with laughter because there is a very famous old video game called The Bard's Tale. So right, it's right. just it's hilarious that joke I made. So yeah, you're wasted on yeah. it. Yeah, I'm yeah. wasted. You should have been on stage. I'm used to yeah, that. That's a, I spent all day telling the clown joke to my students. So yeah. I'll tell it at the end of the podcast if people Brilliant. want to hear it. Can't wait. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Um, so, yes, I've, I've got to agree with Gary. It's, it's a superb game. And I'm not, I don't know whether Duke's going to like it or not. I think he'll like it, but I'll like it. Yeah, but I don't know whether you'll be offended by it, but then, you know, I don't know. I'm very rarely actually offended. I like to pretend I'm offended, but I don't give a shit. But even even sometimes, I no word of a lie, even sometimes, some of the dialogue, especially the dwarves, when you get to the dwarven city, some of the stuff they come out with is, like, awful. Well, that's what some people are like, so if it's oh, real, yeah. then okay, you should have nasty people. It's real. They're not nasty, no, they're just very honest well, yeah, that's it's, it's crude isn't it yeah crude. I'm, I'm just David, henry david thoreau said rather than love than money than fame give me truth yeah i sit I, honestly sometimes i sit there and go god i'm glad Kay wasn't here when he said that now you know because yeah oh yeah. 
it's just brilliant. I love it. I just love sort of that stuff about it. There are some issues. The map is is really bad. It's it's really not a good map. What what is it with RPGs not getting maps right? You know what I mean? Is it as bad as the Skyrim map? Because that's worse. It's worse Uh, than Skyrim. I don't think it's that bad. I think horror maps worse. Skyrim map's pretty bad. It's it's not great though because it has you can zoom in and out, but it, it does show your markers on the map. But then. On main quest, there's always a marker to head towards, so you know where you're going. On the side quest, sometimes there's no marker at all, so you've no real idea. And sometimes you just end up wandering around and, ha- you know, just luckily stumble. About Skyrim too. Yeah, you stumble across something, you know, and it's... Yeah, but I kind of like that, because then you explore and you find places that you wouldn't have found otherwise. Yeah, sometimes it's better if you don't get directed right to it. Yeah. yeah. Like in Borderlands, they have, like, the gun parts are in this general area, so you have to look around a little bit. That's yeah, fine. which is fine. But, like, for instance, I was doing a quest... Um, for a troll. You mean like that sometimes there's no clue at all where it is? And he says, um, you need to find out more information by talking to your acquaintances. Mm. And the person it- I had to talk to was like someone I'd, done the, I'd last talked to in the game probably about two hours ago. You know, two hours game time ago. So I didn't even think of that person. Yeah. So I went to talk to all the other people and all they had was the sort of, you know, the set responses that sort of, you know, the pre-programmed, this is just the normal responses. And it was very frustrating. And and in the end, they had to go to the guidebook that I got with me to figure out what the hell I had to do next, you know, and that's how I found out. And I was like, I would have never figured it out who to go to. Yeah. Yeah, it can be pretty vague in a side quest. Yeah. But it's still cool. It was a very cool side quest. Yeah. and what was interesting, it could have ended very quickly had I wanted to do it the quick way. So there was two ways you could finish a quest. One was extremely quick and brutal, and the other one took a bit more time to do. Uh, do you, there's a lot of them, aren't there, in the side yeah. quest where they give you two ways of going about completing a quest. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. I, th- I think you'd love it, Duke. I really do. I think you would, Duke. But now yeah. you think I love it. Five minutes, five seconds. <laughs> I don't think you'll like it. Now no. Offended. I'm not, your mind. I'm not sure whether you'll appreciate the dialogue. Maybe you will. Maybe you'll think, yeah, you know what? It's because I think it's RPGs, so it might, yeah, I might not appreciate it. You know, I think it's very mature and realistic. You know, right. so, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be cool because it's interesting. Very like, believable world. Yeah, the the lower class characters like the dwarves and the soldiers. They they swear like literally every sentence. There's a swear word coming out. Whereas the more noble sort of princes and higher up don't swear hardly at all. Yeah, you know. So he's he's trying to follow that sort of you know different classes. You know, behave in different ways and and things of that nature. It's very cool. It's crass, aren't they, in their own way, but with their behaviour yes. rather than their words. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very, very clever. Very clever. Anyway, uh, what else have you been playing, Gary? All right. Um, I've played a couple of demos. So I played the Ninja Garden 3 demo. And yeah. You played it. What do you think? Uh, you know what? It's it's Parts of it are cool, but it felt kind of repetitive and annoying for the most part. And I, I mean, I got through it, which is saying something, because in the past I've tried Ninja Gaiden games and I just got nowhere. So it, I suppose it's a step in the right direction, but I don't know. It felt like some of the controls were wonky, and I don't know. It was, it was, it had its moments. I don't know. What do you yeah. think? I've never played Ninja Garden before, so it's new to me. I like the uh, the over the top violence and the gore, but yeah. the camera angle was a bit. I don't know whether it was me, but it just seemed to be all over the place. I couldn't follow yeah. the action half the time. Right, and it's got this weird thing where when you, I mean, it's kind of cool when you don't know where to go, you can push one of the sticks in. Yeah, I like that. Zoom in on the place you're supposed to go, and you can just run toward it. Um, But yeah, like when a new enemy shows up, 
it doesn't always lock on it, and it's just hard to tell, yeah, what's going on. There's a hundred enemies coming at you from everywhere. But you know what the biggest complaint about this game has been, don't you? Too easy. Too easy. All the... All the massive uh, Ninja Gaiden fans have been up in arms because it's so easy. So much so, right? And this this is quite unbelievable, and we'll, I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit just now. Um, but basically, they're doing an update for the game called the Ultimate Ninja Difficulty Setting, yeah, yes. which you can download. But uh, if you don't download it within the first month, it's paid DLC. <laughs> so, so they're going to charge you for a difficulty level in the game how like crazy is that that's pretty crazy yeah i I, I mean it's again like trying to make money off of everything but then again if is from software offered me a lower difficulty setting for dark Souls so i could finish the game i would pay for that (laughs) yeah that's never happening (laughs) no (laughs) if they did because i mean i'm never going to see 80 percent of that game ever yeah I've had to give up there, so and that frustrates the hell out of me because it's so enjoyable, but it's so fucking difficult. So I don't know, maybe there's idiots out there like me that would pay for DLC like that. Yeah, but a difficulty level. <laughs> I know, I know, it, it is cheap and cheeky as hell, isn't it? But I don't know if I if I could pay to open up a game, well, I think I would do it. I wouldn't do it the other way around though, for a, to make it harder. I yeah, make it just, man, I can't. You know what? I'm sorry. My heart bleeds for people. This game's too easy. Well, you're just a wizard at games. Look at <laughs> yeah. you. Well done, you. You're just so great. You <laughs> suck. That's why games are annoying me lately. It's because they're designed for people who are like, it's too easy. It's too easy. Suck it up. Well, I, my life's too hard, so I need a game that's easy. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't want stress when I go to play a video game. Man, dude, high five. <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. Well, we'll come to that later. <laughs> right. People um, are getting stressed playing video games. I also, also I just posted the, uh, an interview with Gabe Newell from Business Week. Everybody should check it out on the site. Go ahead. Cool. All right. Um, one more demo. Um, Sniper Elite V2 demo. I played that. Oh, that's a good one, huh? Yeah. Anyone played it? So what yeah, did you play? Sorry, say again. Uh, Sniper Elite V2. Ah, right. Okay, yeah. Shooting I, through I, people and then shows the bullet peeling away the skin. Yeah, I had no it's, idea that was going to be as much fun yeah. as it was. It is. No, it's worth playing just for that. Yeah, so good. So much fun. I think I'm going to buy that game. Yeah. As, as I, have either of you been on the uh, old YouTubes and watched all the penis and testicle shots oh, yet? Oh, yeah. Those are great. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Some to do on the weekend. There you go. Something for you to check out on the old YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're right, liking that then, are you? Yeah, I love that. Really, really impressed. I haven't played a World War II game for a while now. Yeah, I mean, I usually don't like them, so it's doing something right. Yeah, they're normally not the. Uh, I think Call of Duty was the last one that got it got it quite right. The World at War. Or yeah. Yeah, but since then there's been nothing. But this one. Uh- it kind of bugs me because a lot of times I'm like, these weapons suck. They jam. They run out of ammo. They're rusty. They're just clunky. There's no red dots. But with the sniper rifle, like, hey, it's a sniper rifle. It's not really changed all that much. Yeah. Can't really go wrong. Yeah. And it's so much fun. It's yeah. It's, it's fun. fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And um, last game I talked about will be uh, Fear 3. Another old one that I picked up. And that is, I mean, it's, it's fine in short bursts. I can do it for about an hour here, an hour there, but it gets a bit monotonous much Did more you play than that. Two? 
I got to a point in Fear 2, then got stuck. The same uh, thing happened to me in Fear 1, and I, I gave up both of them. Never finished them. Hmm. But Fear 3 seems to be a lot more accessible. And so it, I don't it, know. I think, it, I think it's sort of, sorry, it feels like Fear 3 was more designed to be played in chunks than like Fear 2 feels like it's much of a, of a, of a sort. And it feels like Fear 3 is kind of divided up. You have the warehouse part with the cultists, and then you have this other part with these weird creatures or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. I think yeah. the thing the thing with Fear 3, though, it does have those instances where it does definitely ramp up the difficulty level as well because there's the, the, spot, the part with the mechs in the garden, there's like a gazebo in the middle. And the first time I played for it, it took me about two or three goes to, to yeah, complete that. that. Yeah, complete that section. And then there's one not long after that where you're in like, a, it's another like garden sort of, sort of flagged area and then uh, like a super sort of enemy appears uh, yeah. and that was that was pretty hard as well there's yeah. some definite difficult parts of that game yeah i haven't found it too tough so far i found it pretty pretty easy but um it's just fun enjoyable the, the the creepiness level is brilliant on the surround sound headphones it's really quite dark and ominous and it's pretty heavy at night if you're sitting there on your own in the dark playing that it can be pretty scary uh, i didn't think it would be quite as uh disturbing as it is, especially when you're in that house section and you, you're in like a suburban area and there's uh, there's kids' toys in the bedroom and yeah. suddenly that armor, armor will just pop up out of nowhere on a staircase or whatever. Yeah. Really, really shit me up. But, um, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, enjoying that. I think I picked that up for about £6 or something. So I've yeah. paid Bargain. Bargain. Absolute bargain. Brilliant. So, uh, yeah, very impressive. I don't know what the hell was going on in the story. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, they don't do the story very well in that game. No, it gets no. better as you go on, so stick with it. You might like yeah, it more. Yeah, yeah. But I'm enjoying it. Anyway, so uh, that'll do for me. I won't go on. Boy, one of you lot can give Honestly. it a go. While you're here, man, we want to hear. Yeah, no worries. But that's it. Go ahead, boys. Yeah, do you want to give it a go, Jew? Coffee, go. Give it a go. Yeah, go. but first I got Mitt Romney beatboxing. Uh, I don't understand what this is. All right, that's got to be fake. Anyway, um, <laughs> so random. Break my foot off in your ass. Yeah. Uh, what have I been playing? Oh yeah, you may recall last week I had gotten a GameFly game on the day that we recorded. Do you remember what game I got? Oh yeah, what was it? Ah, uh, vaguely. It was something that you didn't remember putting on your list. Yeah, it? that's right. Yeah. And in fact, I should say, what games did I get? Because it was a the HD remake of Devil oh. May Cry. Oh, Devil, right. May, yes. Devil <laughs> May Cry Three. You know what they should call those games? Devil May Shit. God damn! Why did I love these games? The first game, I was like, okay, I finished. I didn't finish the first game, but I got really close. I remember coming really close to finishing that game. And I started playing it again. I'm like, yeah, this will be just like riding a bike. Riding a bike that has, like, a spike on the seat sticking up into your butt, maybe, and, like, a demon on the handlebars that eats your fingers. God, that game's horrible. The camera keeps changing every time you take two steps. And you can't control the camera, and you have no idea which door to go through. And you go into one, and this hand eats you. And you go in another one, and it's like some puppet on the ground. You're like, what's up, puppet? And then you go down the hall, and then the camera switches five times while you're running down the hall it's ridiculous i was like all right third one's got to be better they learned from their mistakes they would have fixed it by the third one right uh no 
So, the, so are there any negative things about the game? <laughs> I mean, if you <laughs> really love... I mean, I sort of like these games. Because it was... You know what I realized? If you had Kingdoms of Amalur and you stripped out, like, all the cool things, you'd have Devil May Cry. Because some of the mechanics are very similar. Like, you will hit them with the swords... And then you'll shoot them with your ranged weapon. And that's the way it is in Kingdoms of Amalur. If you play like me, you can have m- many different secondary weapons. But I choose a bow and arrow and then a sword for my main weapon. But So that's sort of the gameplay. But it's it's so... I mean, the combat's okay, but it's just clunky and the camera's a nightmare. And they fix it for three, sort of, but I just couldn't be bothered. I played it for like 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, I'm done, man. Sorry. So has that gone back now, I'm guessing? It's gone, actually, it's gone back, and I today got the replacement. And it's a game you talked about not long ago, Stu. Can I have a guess? Is it Binary Domain? It is not Binary Domain. Ah, I thought I got it then. Nice try. Uh, Gary, you have a shot? Is is it from this year? Yeah, it came out just very recently. It's not a shooter, I'll tell you that. Or an RPG. And I played this. Is it Syndicate? It is, Stu. Syndicate? Nope. Nope. Um, it's not a shooter, and it's nope. not a... It's not a... Oh, I thought you said it is a shooter. No, it's not a shooter. Oh, it's not a shooter. Remind you, it's not a shooter. Here's a hint. Uh, it does not have a word for the title. It does not have a word for the title. That's correct. Oh, my God. This is like a quiz that you can't answer. What, it has a number? Nope. No. A symbol? Nope. What? <laughs> it's got letters, but no word. I have no idea. Three letters. Three uh, letters? So the, it's like an Two acronym. the same. Someone's listening going, Ah, it's this! It's just saying this! Uh, oh, oh, no. I was going to say right. Massive, Mass Effect 3, but I guess ME3. No but that's... words. It's just three yeah. letters. And two of them are the same. Blank, blank, blank. <laughs> that doesn't help. That's my brain right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm mine. It's a sports game. Sports game? Oh, well, I'm out. I know. Have I played a sports game? Yes, you've really? played this. A sports game? Fairly certain you've played. Now I'm wondering if maybe you really did play. I could have sworn well, I remember you M- talking about a couple of MLB. Weeks ago. Nope. That's a good guess, though. Nope. I don't, I don't play any of those. It's a games. winter sports game. Oh, oh, yeah. If you'd, have, if you'd have said it, it sounds like something I've been doing in The Witcher 2, I might have got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you played that, though, right, Stu? I played the demo. I never played the full oh, I got it. I, I it. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so I haven't played it yet, but I got it. And it'll probably be better than Devil May Cry, because that can't be worse. Oh, we had the Left 4 Dead play date. That was a lot of fun. Yay! Okay. Thanks to everybody who showed up. Stu Leck, uh, Stu the Daddy, Nemesis, John Mouse, Jonesy, uh, Quan Ran was there for moral support and to interrupt me with questions while I was being attacked by zombies. <laughs> and Chinny showed up and then left because he has a horrible internet connection. Actually, it's probably more to do with the fact that I was hosting, and that's a bad idea because most of the people were overseas and they should have been hosting. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun. We had a good time. We lost. Weirdly, I'm the one with the 60 meg internet connection. Maybe I should have been doing it. Yeah, maybe. And they're all close to you. I think it really is like wherever more people are, that should be the host. Cause, uh, but then again, I didn't have a horrible connection, as I often do. So eh, that's fine. 
it was good though. It was a good game. It was balanced, and then you just took it at the end. We were we were sort of yeah, they did. They're, oh, it was so close. Oh yeah, so, you were on my team, weren't you? I was on your uh, team. And they, you know what? They were cheating, man, because that tank came in and took us all out. There's no way you kill everybody with one tank. I'm sorry, that's messed up. But I did get every time we play that game, I seem to get another achievement that I've not got before. Yeah, well, good I, on you. I got the um, the one where you barf on everybody with a boomer. Ah, uh, that's pretty cool. I don't okay. know if I've got that one or not. Yeah, so you have to get all four people with the same barf, yeah. uh, which I got, and I got 20 gamer scores. I woohoo! Oh yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Every time I play Team Fortress 2 or I play that, I seem to get some more achievements. I'm not quite as good at, at Left 4 Dead as I am at Team Fortress 2, but, you know, I'm all right. I like, I like both of those games. Yeah? Yeah. Weird. Um, I played the demo for Blood Forge. Mm. Oh, God. I've heard some very <laughs> negative things about this. Well, here's some more <laughs> negative things. I mean, okay, look, for what it is, it's not too bad. The problem is what it is. But he's got a big. They've got big swords, haven't they, in this game? Ah, uh, it's nothing but big swords, and like every person is like a gray brown, and like the 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 scenery is all like beige and gray, and and like so the blood really stands out. Everywhere is blood, and it's just ridiculous because it's all. And it's just wave at the demo is just like wave after wave of enemies. That's all you're doing is fighting them. And again, I felt like, look, if you take Kingdoms of Amalur and you made it more boring and stupid and had a really <laughs> dull color palette, you'd have this game because there's nothing innovative or new about the combat. And it's not the combat's not that great. I mean, it's OK, but I, I can't imagine going toward this when you could be playing Kingdoms of Amalur because the combat in that is so much fun. So it's just like, ah. Is it anything like uh, Dynasty Warriors? Yeah, a little bit. I yeah. can see that connection. Yeah, um, you don't have as many enemies to take out as you do in Dynasty Warriors, which I actually was on a kick for a while of playing Dynasty Warriors, and then I was like, wait a minute, this is just the same thing a hundred million times. <laughs> and here comes this boss and like takes you out with one hit. And at the end, like, wait, what? <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, Blood Forge, I don't know. You have to be really into that aesthetic. And I mean, it's an arcade game, right? So it's probably pretty yeah. cheap. Compared to like Kingdoms of Amalur, but I don't know. Yeah, you got to enjoy it, no matter how cheap it is. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would say give it a miss, but I don't know if you like. I don't know if you like like Mad World. You might be into this. No, or... you've never played Mad World. Mad World. No, I'm just trying to think of a game that has. Yeah, it's nothing like that. Mad World's about silly combos. Where you see kids on people and stab them with a sword. So I guess uh, Dynasty Warriors would be something to compare yeah, it to. That's probably that's more aesthetic. Um, Mad World was a really good game, and if you've got a Wii, you can pick that up for about a quid. <laughs> it's so uh, cheap. Nintendo goes bankrupt tomorrow. I know, yeah. No, that's, that's never going to happen. Um, anyway, uh, Ninja Gaiden we talked about. Oh, yeah, I wrote down something about Ninja Gaiden. It's funny because there's this one mechanic that's actually pretty cool. There's two mechanics that are cool. There's the wall climbing thing where you stick your daggers in the wall, and you have to do it like you, you stab the wall with both of them by pushing in both uh, triggers right and then in order to climb up the wall you let go of the right trigger but you have to keep holding the left trigger and then you push the right trigger in and then open uh, hold, uh, un- undo the left trigger and then keep going back and forth switching between them in order to climb up the wall which is pretty cool I like that that was kind of neat and mm-hmm. then there's this other thing where you can slide under stuff and it's amazing how many things you need to slide under in this <laughs> yeah. it's, it's remarkable. This truck crashes, and it crashes in such a way you can just barely slide under it. And then this wall has a grate down below. You just slide under it just barely. So it's pretty remarkable. I just always remember when we, when we went to Eurogamer last year, and I can't remember if it was uh, Chris MJW or Chini who was playing it at the time. 
Uh, but they were literally just pressing a button and, and like looking at us and talking, and then all this really cool <laughs> stuff was happening on the screen. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no it's a bit like that. Yeah, there's a little bit about timing, and you can do double up on the swift attacks and then do a, a powerful attack to finish up a combo or something. But by and large, it's just hit the same button over. But they weren't even looking. You know, it was just like press the button, <laughs> and all this cool stuff was happening. Focuses on the other person. It's fine. Yeah, you did uh, feel super cool though as you're playing. Yeah. Oh, you're very yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah. But there's um, no decapitations. He got rid of that, didn't he? Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's plenty of blood though. It's not oh, like yeah. I didn't go. Hey, you know what? This game just doesn't have enough blood. I'm decapitations. <laughs> it was the first Sorry, first Ninja Gaiden uh, game that didn't have uh, decapitations in it. Oh jeez, what's up with that Ninja uh, Gaiden? Come on. I played the demo for Dragon's Dogma. Oh well, I'll talk about that. Oh, with me you. too. Yeah. Uh, it's all right. Uh, I was a bit like the combat was felt really imprecise. I just sort of yeah. that that sliding hit thing was like a bit hit yeah. and miss. It, you know, here's if the you know thing: I mean. it has it has a lot of depth, but that's kind of the problem I have with it. Like, there's so much to learn. You look at the control <laughs> screen, and like every button has like ten modifiers. Yeah. And you hold down LB and press the button; it'll do this. You hold down RB; it'll do something totally different. And I'm just like, I don't want to have to learn all that stuff, man. I'm sorry. That makes me sound lazy, but... No, I, I'm with you there. You felt overwhelmed in the demo. Yeah, exactly. Give me I, a little piece of it, and then... Yeah, I did think yeah, it was kind of... I, feel, I thought the boss fight in the demo was kind of cool. Yeah, you grabbing on the griffin and things. Yeah, that was cool. and the goat thing. You had to target the goat to... Yeah, to and that's what makes me first. think that maybe it could be worth giving it a shot. Because, like, maybe they'll walk you through it. Maybe they'll... Maybe they will parcel it out the way they should have done in the demo when you play the real game. Because that's I, happened in other games. I thought, the, the, um, I thought the friendly AI was really good as well. Because every time I was on the verge of dying, someone would revive me, you know, just before I died. And you can mm-hmm. command them around. I wrote tactical RPG because that's kind of what it yeah. felt like. Like you're calling them over or like wait here or help me out. Or... So I don't know. I mean, it's, it's got some interesting stuff in it. And, you know, for hardcore RPG fans, you know, Steve Conger would definitely be interested in this, I think. But... I don't know. It's not. I'm not going to run out and get it. Yeah, it looked kind of promising. I think they've. I think the combat's kind of good for a Japanese game. They've sort of, sort of still got Japanese influence on it, but it's sort of quite westernized as well at the same time. And it looks like it, the I was ready for long cutscenes because a lot of time that was the thing with Bloodforge. Man, they have this long cutscene at the beginning. It's like. He he had nightmares every night from the war he'd been through, and his wife and daughter couldn't take it. And he'd the only thing worse than being asleep was waking up. And, and I was just like, it keeps going and going. I'm like, shut up, dude. So this fortunately, Dun- Dun- Dragon's Dogma didn't seem to have a lot of that. Um, but whatever, it looked like it was an okay story. I don't know. I mean, Gary, you're you're into your sort of RPGs at the moment. Obviously, Fallout and Witcher Two and Skyrim. Yeah. I mean, is this something you think you're going to pick up then? Well, I did think I was going to until I played the demo, but um, I don't, I don't know. I did find the same as you. The combat was a little bit hit and miss. I didn't really feel like I was making the connection that I really wanted to. When I was maybe it's just me, just didn't really know what I was doing. But I think I probably will pick it up. Yeah, but. You know, if you have too many RPGs on a go at once, your brain gets confused. When you go back to one, you don't know what's going on. So um, I might leave it till later on in the year, pick it up when it's cheap. Yeah, I think the problem with that game is there's that much to learn on the control scheme. You you, you know, if you didn't play it for a couple of weeks, you completely forget yeah. what the hell you were supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I've got enough to keep me going right now. I mean, I've got three more games coming this month alone. Jeez. Yeah. Three. 
three, yeah, three pre-orders put in. Which three? Oh, um, Ghost Recon. Yeah. Uh, you No, no, I'm not interested in the beta. I don't do multiplayer, uh, really, okay. so yeah. I think I'll leave that one aside. Uh, the Me? Max Payne 3. Yeah. Oh, it's like having Chinny here, Max Payne 3. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love, love, love Rockstar. Uh, and that was one other game. I can't know what the fuck it was now. See, perfect replacement for Chinny. Rockstar fucking boy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they can do no wrong. You feel diva like the closet. I wouldn't get that far. <laughs> well, yeah, you one other. Another one I'll, is. I'll go search on a shop too now, and I'll get back to you. There you go. There you go. Uh, so I played the Walking Dead demo. Did you oh, play this? I bought it and finished it. Really? I love it. I, I knew you would like it. I, as soon as we started playing it, I was like, Stu's going to love this game. Really? And really you know is. what? I expected to hate it. Because I'll tell you, I've said this before. I am done with zombies. I just feel like the zombie thing has been done to death. Yeah. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of fighting them. I'm tired of seeing them in movies. If one more person tells me, Pride and Prejudice and zombies, oh my God! You know what? <laughs> Get away from me, all right? Like, Do you I know what, though, dude? I'll probably read that book at some point, but I'm just so tired of zombies. Do you know what, though, dude? It is a game with zombies, but it really isn't about the zombies. It's mostly not about the zombies. I know, I know. And I got that impression from the demo. It felt like L.A. Noir, sort of. It's No, it's much better than that. It is better than L.A. It's Noir. It's like, I'll tell you what. Same way of, like, you're in a house, and you can interact with a lot of stuff, and most of it does nothing. Like, that's the way in which it's like L.A. Noir. Mm, sort of. I'm not in- saying it feels like L.A. Noir. I'm just saying yeah, that... Interestingly, it's, it's more... It's got more in common with Heavy Rain, if I'm being really honest. <laughs> that, too. Yeah. I didn't want to go there, but since you mentioned it... <laughs> but, yeah. done the right way. It yeah. is done better than Heavy Rain. Much, and the much, combat much. is interesting. I thought the combat was intriguing. Like, again, I was like, ah, zombies. Do you, know what, do you know what I was amazed at? You aim at them, and then you hold a button, and yeah. you suddenly have to press a different button. But how much tension is there in it? Because you're sort of like, well, we've got to, because if you just miss the marker on the head or whatever, you're like, ah! I had to do one of the fights a couple times because yeah, and and it's brutal, absolutely yeah. oh, brutal. Sure. And well, I was zombies are brutal, man. I know, That's, but it's realistic. You know, this is from the guys who made Sam and Max and Monkey Island, and yeah, you know yeah. all that uh-huh. sort of stuff. And I was like, I, I mean, I knew it was eighteen rated, and it's it's so bad, so much so that it, they're not yeah. going to rate it in Australia. They've not even asked for classification over there. Yeah, and I can understand because. <laughs> Because Ooh. some of the finishing moves are just... I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Yeah, when you deal with one of them... Sorry, it's kind of a spoiler for now, the demo. It's in the demo, though, isn't it? <laughs> morning, morning, morning. There might be somebody who has it downloaded and haven't played it yet. Yeah, you I t- have. I'm going to turn the headphones off one second. Oh, okay. Go. We'll let you All know. Right. Uh, so we, <laughs> we, uh, you go after the main zombie in the demo. You go after yeah. him with a hammer. Yeah. And you, you bash your face in. And then apparently, I don't know if you have to or if you just get to keep bashing and yeah. bash. I did and, though. Did you? I want, yeah, exactly. You stupid zombie bitch! Die, 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 die! And I just kept bashing. And it was clear that after like the second hit, she's probably done. But I was just like, ah! And just kept going and going. And then the skull got more and more split apart. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Ah. And then the final bit though, the the hammer gets wedged in her eye socket. Yeah, yeah, and then exactly. he has to wrench it back out. And I was like. And then there's this little kid watching you do it, and I was just like, that is yeah. terrible. Right, right. You know, okay, we're done. What type of game is it? Sort Every of a point-and-click yeah, point adventure game, but done yeah. in a really 
different way, I guess, to any other sort of game I played like that. <laughs> that different. I mean, you point at something, you say, look at this or open it or investigate. Well, how it. smooth is the interface, though? It works it's, so it's well. It's just smooth. It does definitely work. And it's not, you know, in the, in the way that, like, even Heavy Rain and L.A. Noir, like, you're sort of moving the character around. You do that yeah. here. But you also have a reticule to move around the screen. Yeah. So it's not right. just like wherever you move the person. You can look at whatever you want to look at very easily. So that's good. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. It has, right? And I don't want to give any spoilers, but you've got to play it because it has some of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make in a game. Yeah? To, to make, oh, awful ones. Some of, some of them are really like moral decisions where huh. you're sort of like, oh my God, have I really got to make a decision? And sometimes, a lot like Witch 2, it pressurizes you because there's a timer on the dialogue options. Uh, so it gives you, say, 15 seconds to make your mind up. And some of them are horrible decisions that you have to make. Yeah, I do like the timer on the decisions because there was a little bit of that in the demo, but I won't talk about it because um, – but whatever. Like I think that is cool. So I'm interested to – I don't know. I'll probably get it when it comes on sale maybe. I mean, and I'll tell you a little bit. It's not a spoiler, uh, but it'll just give you some examples of what happens in the game. So there's a part where I've, I'm having a conversation with a guy. And he's quizzing me because oh, it's really hard to tell you without sort of spoiling it because the opening is brilliant. I love the opening to the game, how it, yeah, how it all opens up. No, you don't see the opening in the demo. I didn't get the real opening. No, Duke, yeah. you don't know the actual <laughs> You don't know the actual opening, but the opening's really well done. Um, but there's a, there's a part you're talking to a guy and you can either tell him a lie or you can tell the truth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the, one of the questions he asks you, he says, how did you, how did you get here? And you reply, uh, we came by car or something of that nature. We came by car. And then he said, and then he says, who did you come with? Right. And then one of the options is nobody. So I clicked on nobody and he said, yeah, but you just said we, uh. right? and you're just like, oh crap. Right. And it comes up right in the, uh, whatever his name is, will definitely remember you said that. Right, and you oh. just like they did that, and it was like, yeah, there are certain things like that in the demo. I, I mean, it looks like they put it together well, and I think part of me is like, there's the zombie thing, but then the other part is, I feel like I won't get half of what I'm supposed to get out of this game because I've never seen the show, I've never read the comics. Doesn't make any Maybe. difference. Have you seen the show? I've seen the show, but only very recently. So it doesn't have any connections? It, or, no, it has no connection to the it's TV It's just set show. in the same world, and that's it? It's, See, set, it's set in the same universe as a comic, but a side story to the comic, so it's not actually directly linked to the comic. It is, but not sort of directly. That's interesting. So it's another character within the comic story, right. within the graphic novel story. It's just, I, I can't tell. The voice acting is some of the best voice acting I've heard in a video game, and the dialogue is just yeah, really it's pretty well done. It's pretty well done, no doubt. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, how long does that take to finish the first chapter? To finish the first chapter, it takes about two, two and a half hours. And how much is that? Uh, three ninety nine or four hundred points. Oh, that's four hundred points. That's but oh. if you have a PS3, yeah, I would recommend China. buying it on the PS3 because um, you can get a season pass for fourteen pounds for the oh, for all five brilliant. episodes. So that's what I did. Yeah, I just, I just paid the fifteen pounds, yeah. but it is. It's one of the best arcade games I've played in recent times, really, or PS. I played it on PSN, but it's just brilliant. Really, really well done. I got to the end, and it it finishes on an absolute cliffhanger as well at the end of the episode, right? And I was just sat there like, no, I've got to wait a month now to find out what happens next. And he does, uh, coming up next, he goes like, you know, coming on the next episode of The Walking Dead, and he does like what's going to happen in the next one. 
And also, built into the what's going to happen next are some of the decisions you've made in that game. And you can see their influence in what's going to come up in your story. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, you should play. It's just... Honestly, there there was one part of that game where... I, I literally sat there, not re- and, and it was one of those where I didn't know what to do. And he didn't give me a timer; it just sort of, you just had to make a really crap decision. And and I was just sat there, like looking at the screen, thinking, "Well, I've got to make a decision because, like, you know, the character's waiting for me to decide what to do." And I was, was why are you just standing there looking at me? <laughs> yeah, it was it was horrible, and it was it was truly horrible. And then there was another couple of um, areas where I had to do. Like some of them, it gives you sort of really horrible decisions again to make, but it gives you one choice or the other. You can't do both, obviously. Or oh, it's so hard without spoiling. But it's just brilliant. Just play it. Just play it. I, I can't stand it enough. It's really, really good. Uh, none of the puzzles are too taxing, uh, but they're all quite satisfying. When you when you figure out what you've got to do, you're like, ah, ah, that's kind of cool. But nothing so much where you like it, it. Pretty much, you know, you can pretty much anyone of any sort of puzzle gaming ability will be able to play this. It's nothing too difficult to work out. Uh, but it's very good, very very good. So Telltale have redeemed themselves after the debacle that was Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. then they've done that. Yeah, yeah. It's good that they did something good in the meantime. Yes, obviously. I think I think like Chini's, uh when when they were talking about uh, what was the game? Was it Dead Island, weren't it, or whatever games? It was some game. Well, oh, Obsidian, wasn't it? With Fallout, New Vegas, and Syndicate. Oh, not yeah. Syndicate. Ah, God, what's it called? I'm going blank now. The sort of spy game, spy RPG. Oh God, Alpha yeah. Protocol. Oh, Alpha Protocol. Protocol, in the yeah. Yeah, let's just just work on Fallout, New Vegas, because that's going to be the bigger game in yeah. all of this. And, and it feels a bit like that, you know, Jurassic Park and ooh, Walking Dead. Let's let's put all our efforts into that. Well, yeah. yeah. Who done the uh, Back to the Future one? They did. They did that as well. Oh, they did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was kind of good. I like that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. But this is a lot, lot better. It is a yeah. lot, lot better. I'm going to give that a go tomorrow then. Yeah, yeah, I think you'll like it. Yeah, I think I will. Um, and that's the only other thing I've played this week. So There you go. So that's it. Uh, so I guess it's that time of the show uh, where we have a look at the indie pick for this week. Oh, yeah. Here we go, baby. Indie game review. Review. Hello, everyone. Vlados here, but I'm feeling like Vlados. Just don't feel motivated today. Sorry. Anyway, this week we're looking at, without escape, a creepy little indie game in the tradition of decay. It's another escape from the room deli, with creepy music and unsettling imagery. It's all ray traced, so the graphics are pretty slick, although it looks like no one has ever lived in this house. Some of the items you need to interact with are kinda hard to see, but you can figure it out. Without Escape is only 80 Microsoft points, so if you're up for a creepy little puzzle game, check it out on Xbox Indie Games. Blados is off to take a nap. Hopefully I'll have more energy next week. Blimey, is that it? That's it. Jeez. <laughs> Some review. Jeez, Vladas. Come on. Uh, get it together. On a, on a bit of a downer this week. Yeah, you? she is. Take your meds. Bless her. Yeah. Oh, I hope she's feeling better soon. Maybe yeah. we need to uh, send Jason round to her house to sort her out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll perk her up a bit, won't it? <laughs> Put a smile <laughs> on her face. Yeah. So did you play this one, Gary? I certainly did. Yeah, I played it today. Uh-huh. And um, I thought the, the atmosphere was fantastic. 
really creepy. I kind of like the the story about him waking up at two forty-five and yeah. some weird presence. The writing was pretty laughable, though. It was yeah. a bit, uh, yeah, it was a bit written by a, a sixth form student. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, but I walked downstairs, looked around a bit, didn't have a freaking clue what I was doing. <laughs> Clicked on everything. The phone was the only thing I could interact with. And after about 10 minutes, got pissed off with Sodbeth. I'm not playing this anymore. Are they putting in random numbers? <laughs> yeah. They're so 911, then my own home number. Yeah. thinking, what's going to happen here? Ring my mobile house. 911. Like, you put 911, it's sitting there waiting for more numbers. Hello? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That? Yeah, it so might I, not be I in the up. real world. And well, it would have been cool if there had been, like, you call 911, it like, gives you a busy signal or something. You know what I mean? That yeah, would be yeah, cool. something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I found, uh, I found the telephone number. In the game somewhere, I found it too, and I put that in, it? and it gave you like gave you a recording. I'm not going to tell you; you have to find it because yeah. that's actually, that's not too hard to find. No, you can oh, find. Damn it. It. But I'll, this. I'll give you a hint: it's in the bedroom where you wake up. Yeah, it is. Rod, Rod, okay, yeah. But you know yeah, what? Yeah, well, that's not well. enough, man. That don't waste your time. No, it just no. gives you like a recorded message of some description. Oh, uh, that's it. Well, not even that. Like the game, it's not. It's not worth it. No, no. no. I it's thought it was. It was yeah. kind of a cool idea, and I think they yeah, got the atmosphere. Cool. Yeah. Dude, you know me. I love Decay. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I, know. I love Decay. Mist. I love all that stuff. This doesn't cut it. No. It was a good effort, I thought, but I agree. I don't know whether if I bought the game, I'd have sort of worked out more, and it would have been more interesting, but I did I bought the game. Did you? Because I was hooked. I was way into it. I'm like, yeah, oh, and then I found the key, and then I, okay, which door does it unlock? I don't know. I'll just try the different ones. And then you open one, and it's, and it's you expect things to jump out because it's creepy music, and da, 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 whatever. And, and like, and I was into it, and I was, I, and then the thing came up. Trial over. You want to buy it? And I was like, I don't know. How much is it? And it was 80 points. I'm like, ooh, I got enough. Yeah, let's do it. Buy, play some more, getting more things, getting some more keys. Um, and then, there, first of all, there was some thing that you accessed at one point that you needed to re-access later on, but you couldn't re-access the thing. You just had to remember what it said on the screen when you first looked at that Ooh, object. we need a pen and paper. Apparently. And, like, you, but you, you can't go back to it, ever. Once you've looked at it that first time, that's it. Oh. And that's how you get a code for this other thing. And I'm like, really? So I had to go online, and there's no walkthrough online. It was well, of just course there is an indie answer. game. <laughs> you know, I know what I'm saying, though. You know you're in a bad way when you're looking at Yahoo Answers and like trying yeah. to get actual help. That's just pathetic. So, I, But I was, and it was like, oh, here's this thing. And I'm like, oh, really? And then there was this other room where it's like that's where the sweater and the jacket are hanging. There's a bowl in that room, and I had no idea. And I was like, what, really? And, like, it's so dark, and you can't, oh, I'm supposed to see that? And it's just, it's, it's not designed well enough, you know? Yeah, so yeah. did you, fi- have you actually finished it? Did you, no, did you- I, got, I got to a certain point where I can't figure out what to do. Yahoo Answers is no help. <laughs> I'm just stuck, stuck. Like, you got to find remote control, the remote for the TV. You need batteries. I got one of them. Uh, now what? Maybe, maybe you can take one? the other one out of the, uh, the Wii. So yeah, because it's a Wii remote. Wii controller, it wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a Wii yeah. controller on the table. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the TV remote. Ah, it ah. looks like a Wii remote, but... Uh, oh, that's the TV remote. Oh, right. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it, and that's the thing. I, I, 
if it had just sucked, that would have been one thing. I wouldn't have bought it and I wouldn't have had my expectations up. But it, it was pretty well designed. And like you move the reticule real fast, it starts shaking a little. And the mu- music was creepy. And I was just yeah, like, what's good? Yeah. Yeah. And then, just, uh, yeah. Uh, it was close, but no cigar. It really isn't. Oh, it's a shame, though, because obviously I nearly did buy it after, and I, I'm, I was still considering oh, oh, it. Save your money, people. Don't oh, buy this. I'm sorry. Vladis oh. is wrong. Don't go get it. Oh, so close, so close. Because, yeah, I get you. Decay was really cool. and it's, it I, know, I wanted it to be another Decay. I'm not going to lie. I thought That's it was... Here it is. <laughs> nope. Almost. It was almost. If you haven't ever played Decay, people, go play Decay, because that game... It's wrong. more expensive, but it's well worth the money. Yeah. First three episodes. The fourth one, not as much, but whatever. Yeah, the ending was a bit... I think they ran out of ideas. Well, if they had just given us the ending, that would have been one thing, but instead it was, here's 12 different ways to end the game, and they're all really hard to get to. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. yeah, that last bit where puzzle. you walk in that stupid corridor thing. Give us a puzzle puzzle, like an actual puzzle. Yeah, I think you just ran out of ideas, but it was a great effort, Decay. It was. Decay is a great series of games. Anyway. Anyway, so it was close. It was close. Anyway. Um, Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. We're going to start off tonight uh, with something that probably all three of us here have experienced in one form or another. And lots of people, it seems, on the forums and on the Twitter and on the Facebook have experienced this. Diarrhea? No. Because uh, <laughs> we've all probably experienced that. No. Game rage or rage <laughs> And the reason, the reason that I'm going to talk about this is because... Basically, about two weeks ago, they, they sort of introduced a million-dollar contest. Really? Yeah. I'm listening. Uh, and basically, it was to throw um, a perfect game, which basically, yeah. well, I don't know baseball rules very much. Okay. No hits. You pitch and nobody yeah. hits anything. So that's what that was the contest. So, and everybody who succeeded got put into a draw for a million dollars. Yeah. And I think there's about 27 people managed to do it. But unfortunately, quite a lot of, you know, quite a lot of people, you know, on the Twitters, on the Facebook and stuff have, you know, as a result of attempting to do this, have smashed controllers and thrown them and all sorts of crazy stuff. That's got to be frustrating. I feel bad for those people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one guy um, called TJ Brider had been, he nearly did it. He nearly did. Oh, see, that would drive me crazy. Yeah. Get like the ninth inning, two outs, and then in the last pitch, the person hits a home run or something. Yeah, he lost it in the 14 innings, and it wasn't even a home run. It was 14 just 14 inning. Yeah. Oh my god! But also, they said that they're going to base whoever wins on how many innings they did it in as well. So obviously, you need a good offense as well as a good defense. So, Damn, so you know, some people are taking ages to do it because they're not they're not sort of winning. And how are they watching for cheating? I mean, could you could there's got to be a way to glitch this. No idea, but apparently not many people are managing to do this. <sighs> so anyway, so anyway, rage. So anyway, a lot of people have been getting gamer rage because of this and breaking controllers. Uh, so you know, do you, we know about your was it Mega Man Ten, Mega Man Three, Mega oh, Man Three. I know it was God. a Mega Man game. Talk about that game, no boo bad. So, I mean, did you did you break anything at the time? I can't remember. Yeah, you, I smashed my Nintendo apart. Really. Yeah, I was throwing magazines around the room and flinging controllers at the wall. And it was a bad moment, man. That was a real low spot. That was like when alcoholics hit rock bottom. That was me, dude. 
So yeah, I, I was on like, video games for like two years because of that. I was like, this is messed up. I, it was one of those things where after the, it was over, I looked around and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? This is messed up. I mean, did Jeez. you? So you actually broke your Nintendo. It was broke. Yeah. Usable. Oh yeah. Oh my. God. I mean, I think it still worked, but I was, I was, I, the Nintendo was the evil thing. I had to hurt it. It had been hurting me. <laughs> I couldn't get to the actual dragon that I was fighting, so. So it was a dead Nintendo. So have you, what about more recently, then? Have you had any games that have made you rage quit more recently? Um, well, you know me, Gears of War in the past yeah, yeah. has made me rage quit. Uh, I don't know. Call of Duty is the one that makes me angry because it just feels like there are some people in that game who have just ma- – you could tell they do nothing else, and they've just mastered the art of – either running around and getting people. Mm-hmm. The other thing that really pisses me off in Modern Warfare these days is this quickscoping thing. You ask somebody who actually uses sniper rifles in the military, and they'll tell you that it is a very slow, contemplative process. You pick your shot. I saw a jarhead. I know how it works. It's all about waiting for the perfect moment, and you line things up, and you look at the wind. These people are running around as if they're handguns. <laughs> and they're hitting perfect shots every time. You know they got tape on their TV screen or something. It's, it's – ah! but I also can just be like, you know what? This is just a game. These days I think I'm much better at like step back, doesn't matter, whatever. I think it's interesting. When I've played uh, you know, sort of Gears of War with you – and you know you you have done the rage That's quit thing. Yeah, dude, I have when I play Gears of War. Yeah, you've done the rage quit thing. I don't play Gears of War much these days. And what was it we were playing? We were playing something else, and you just went. You were just like, right, I'm going, and that was it. You just disappeared. Um, oh no, that was just because I think my dog threw up or something. That wasn't rage quitting. Mm, I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, trust me, it was not are rage. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Mean, I remember you being angry before you went. Oh, me? I'll admit it. That wasn't it. It was, I remember, there was one time the dog threw up, and there was one time I had ordered some food, and that came, and I was like, time to eat, goodbye. No, you definitely know at the time I remember you being angry. You were definitely angry at the time. Yeah, but that's, that was it's the long. dog threw up on the couch, and I had to go clean it up. That'll oh, make you maybe. angry. Maybe. Um, but, obviously, interesting, when we've been playing Team Fortress 2 or Left 4 Dead, I don't think I've ever heard you get angry, really. No. I don't, Even if I mean, you've been killed loads of times or whatever. That guy who was spawn camping in Team Fortress 2, I was mad at him. I was yelling about him. That was, that was angering me. Even, kills, even kill Zone 3, you were all right. Kill Zone 3, I don't mind at all. Especially, like, that time when they had us surrounded. I was totally cool. That's the other thing. Like, I feel like sometimes it's my time of the month or something. Like, I just get... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Sometimes I'll just get really furious, but other times I'll just be like, eh, whatever. It's stupid. We'll get out of this somehow, or we'll find a new lobby next time, or... I don't know. The other thing it is, I know, I know for a fact, um, if I'm with people I know, I'm much less likely to be angry. Especially if all of the people I know are on one team and the other team is people we don't know. I'm, I almost never get mad then because I'm like, eh, we're doing our best. Whatever. You see, I, I just think it's a really weird thing, rage quitting. And I think huh? the sort of that in general is weird because... You don't do it, huh? No, I don't do it. But I also think like people... You know, like all the complaints about Ninja Gaiden being too easy, right? But you can guarantee those same people, when they're playing that game on the hardest difficulty, are the people who are <laughs> going to rage quit. Yeah. And what I don't get what enjoyment people get out of that. I don't get it. I seriously have no idea why that's enjoyable. I think it's to do with achievement. I think it's probably people who... Video games are like their thing. You know what I mean? For, for us... I mean, it's important to me, but it's not like my life. 
it's not the most important. It's probably not. I mean, video games, video games are probably top five, but they're not top three. You know what I mean? Like they're they're a, another they're a thing that helps me with life, but they're not the core part of it. They and don't I, define you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, in yeah. some ways they do, but they're not. They're not. Like I said, they're not top three. And I think mm-hmm. for a lot of the people who get, you know, they're complaining about Ninja Gaiden's too easy. They're top. It's top one probably in their life. Like. I hate to be stereotypical, but I dare say a lot of these people probably don't have very satisfying relationships yep. with other opposite mm-hmm. sex, 10% of them the same sex. Uh, they probably don't like their jobs very much. They may be involved in major league gaming, in which case they literally have nothing else but gaming that they're doing. And it's – it's it, therefore, I mean, you know, look, my okay. wife and like East Timor activism, these things are probably like number one in my life, number one and two. And, and those are what's important. But if gaming were the most important, then yeah, I'd be upset, I suppose, if I had that invested in it. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So what about you, Gary? How many times have you rage quit? Uh, I had to um, give up Dark Souls just recently for my sanity. Yeah. That that became like an obsession. And I just got to the point where I was getting so irritable and moody and almost depressed, but with suppressed rage because I could not get any further in this game and uh, I really wanted to really really wanted to I just couldn't no matter how much um, wikis I was reading or getting advice online I just was stumped everywhere I turned and uh, plus having to do the same bit of game 15 times in a row the same 15 minutes over and over eventually you know you just snap I don't know what fun people get out of that. The the achievement when you do actually succeed and do something is huge, but it's so short-lived. The the negativity surrounding it is way yep. more than the, the positivity you get out of it. So, yeah, Dark Souls, is, I had to put that away and hide it in a box in my wife's room so I can't even look at it anymore. I um, think sometimes I feel more relief than satisfaction. You know, sometimes it's just a relief to get through <laughs> yeah, that. It's not, it's not even joy. It's just... Finally, that thing's yeah. done. Yeah, here's the yeah, next. Yeah, that's right. Oh god. Yeah, and um, so just recently, I sort of had a revelation where I started to play games. Uh, if I if I get stuck on the normal difficulty, I'll just knock it down too easy, and just carry on through until it becomes a bit too easy, and then put it back up again. Rather than, you know, had that thing where I had to keep it at normal, or otherwise I didn't feel like a a real man, you know, a real gamer. I felt like I was pushing out a little bit where well, i've grown up now i just realized you know i just want some fun i don't care yeah, especially yeah exactly especially if it's like you know frustrated you know work traffic whatever it is and then it's like come home yeah why do i want more stress yeah exactly but the, the thing that I, I find is uh online gaming battlefield 3 especially um because i don't play it often and i'm not level 50 you know play, yeah. put 50 hours into it over yeah. the course of two weeks i'm really really slow and learning as I'm playing and it's like baby steps all the time and I get absolutely raped on there every time and it frustrates the hell out of me to the point where I rage quit on that so often I've given up playing that, I haven't played that since last year yeah, you know, Battlefield 3, I think, is especially, like, it was true about Battlefield Bad Company 1 and 2 if you don't have a team like, if you're by yourself, it's brutal, man, there's very yeah. little you can do and that was one of the things that frustrated me the most because 
Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, the, the game that was on the original Xbox and PS2, and then they ported it for the 360, but nobody was playing it, that game, you could do some things on your own. Like, it was still hard, because you'd have a tank bearing down on you. What are you going to do against the tank? Nothing. That's what. Um, yeah. But... But you could like sneak around. You could capture a flag or something. Now yeah. there's so few flags. The field is so big. You're going to get spotted by someone. It's just it feels like it's so weighted against people who are on their own. Which okay, it makes it really fun when you have a group of people and you can all work together and you have a squad and each person's yeah. fulfilling a role. But when you're on your own, you, you know, absolutely not. I won't go near it on my own. I just don't bother. I know what yeah. you mean. Yep, I had to give up on that. Uh, I just. You know, I can't compete with these guys that play it all the time online. These sort of hardcore gamers. And um, so, the, I haven't really rage quit where I've destroyed anything since I was a teenager, really. When I used to pull um, joysticks apart. Do you remember the joysticks you used to get um, on Spectrums or Amigas? Yeah, like um, the waggle ones. Yeah, was waggle ones, yeah. It was something, yeah. what they called, um, something three, weren't they? I can't remember now. Something I like... All sorts of names. Oh, yeah. Any of them. But you used, used to pick them up for like... You used to break them playing Daily Thompson's Decathlon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I used to get really frustrated playing games on that, especially like uh, Desert Strike and things like that. And uh, I would just snap the joystick in too. Where I'd, you know, throw it against the wall, punch myself in the leg, give me a dead leg, or... or um, Jeez. Uh, punch myself in the face out of frustration. But, you know, uh, up until... The end of last year, or my wife would look at me like, "What are you doing? If you're if you're going to get into a situation like that, playing a game, you shouldn't be playing at all." You yeah, know, my you know. wife left the room one time because it was a Prince of Persia Sands of Time. There's this elevator, this circular elevator that goes up. Oh, it drives me crazy. And she was at one point, she was reading the newspaper or something, and I was like, "You stupid! I killed that guy!" And she's like, "You know what? I don't want to hear this right now." And she left the room. I'm like, "Whoa, that's bad news." It's you a know? good wake up call, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really. Like, look at yourself. Yeah, and that's what's important, I think, is that we can step back at this point. We've reached an, a maturity level, hopefully, where yeah. we can say, okay, this is not healthy. I need to do something else. And you do. You go do something else for 20 yeah. minutes. Wow, what was I so mad about, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, that's quite right. I think, I think the interesting thing for me, I've, I guess you could sort of call it rage quitting, but not really. You know, I've not been really, really like, so angry that I can't sort of think about anything else, but... I guess the closest I've come was the original Fear um, on the 360, where there's a there's a part in that game where you go down a corridor and there's like quite a few dudes, and I didn't have much health because it had really crappy checkpoints. Um, and there was a health pack that, that you could sort of pick up in a room, which I got. Uh, yeah. Then I took all these dudes out. Then you get into like this more open area. Uh, then this like mech sort of comes down, which is really hard to kill. And then on about my 25th go, I finally managed to kill the mech and thought, oh, finally, I'm going to get to the next checkpoint. And then just as I did that, another dude appeared with one of those really powerful guns and shot me. And I was just like, oh, no, no more. And I I got to about 30 goes trying to do it. And in the end, I just went, right, that's it. I've had enough. And that very same day, I took it to the game shop and and like part text changed it or traded it in for credit. It was gone. Never to be seen again. And... And I think that's the closest I've come because I was just like, I can't do it. I just cannot do this. So, And it, I had like, uh, there was no way to change the difficulty setting either once you were playing the game. So I was just like, yeah, forget it. I'm not doing this again. So I just took it away and that was the end of that. And then the only other time um, was Deadly Premonition. And there's like a boss at the end where you're on a staircase and it was quick time events, right? And this thing's chasing you 
sort of down this staircase and it's crawling along the walls. And if you caught up the tr- quick time event, it would sort of take a lot of health off you in one go. Yeah. But the quick time events were randomized, so every time you got killed, it was in a different order. I was going to say, like, quick time events, you just memorize what's coming, but you can't mm. memorize it. Nope. You had no way of memorizing it. You just had to hope that you did it. And again, it must have taken me 20 goes. 20 yeah. to 30 goes. But because it was such a massive game, I mean, that was probably coming up to about 25 hours. Yeah. Uh, you know, 25 to 30 hours. And I thought, do you know what? I've played this game for 25 hours. There is no way I am not going to finish it. Yeah. And and I eventually did it. And I've got to say, I was not I was not like ecstatic that I'd finished. I was just relieved that I'd got to the next checkpoint. <laughs> See, and this is why I think games, especially if the game's hard, need to have like a big ending where it's like a celebration for you. You know what I mean? Like there are mm-hmm. some games, I'm trying to think of a game, like Riven kind of has it. But there's some games I'll come up with one eventually. Like there, there needs to be more games where, like when you finish, like Portal, I think is a good Portal Two is a good ending. Yeah, like yeah. it's like, yeah, here's this awesome thing that happens because you achieved this great thing, and like that needs to happen. Like Left 4 Dead's a good example, I think. You're getting out of here. Like yes, I'm getting out of here. You know what I mean? You you have a joy at the end of those games if you made it on the boat or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit like, like the risk. Who risk got, left, who got left behind at the end of the? Thing. Didn't we knock one person just? Is it barely? Jonesy? I mean, Jonesy got left behind. And he was like, "You bastards, come back!" Yeah. And the chopper's <laughs> taken off. And he's ah, and they're like, "No, shouldn't have tripped." <laughs> well, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And then the only other one, um, I think the thing that's more worrying for me uh, is obviously sometimes Millie will go out to play on a Sunday afternoon, and I'll be playing a game, and I was getting right near the end of Binary Domain, uh-huh. and I was in like a really like. Uh, cool part of the game like getting towards the end and then she came back in to ask something which means you can't look at this millie yes and i'm going millie you cannot look at this you need to go out she came in while you were playing left for dead too and you i know you can't come in here I know, yeah, I had to mute myself there. Millie, get out of here! (laughs) Especially because binary domain, you could pause. And then, you know what the worst worst thing with Left 4 Dead when she gave it, she wanted paper. Can I have some paper (laughs) off the printer? And I'm like, just get the paper! (laughs) What do you mean before? You know where the paper is? Yeah. I'm Uh, like, you can't see this, get the paper! (laughs) And that's more worrying for me, I think, than rage quitting. And of course, what are you going to say? Don't look at the TV, what's she going to do? Ooh, TV! Uh, Yeah, yeah. Is that thing eating your face? <laughs> oh. yeah, exactly. And obviously, the last thing I want to is, is to walk in when I'm playing The Witcher 2 with all that language exactly. and God knows what. Although, Her. having Her. said Her. that, um, at the weekend, I said uh, it was obviously really crappy weather yesterday. So I said, oh, let's watch a movie. And she was like, oh, what have we got? And I said, oh, I've got uh, Stand By Me on the recorder. <laughs> well, listen, right? Pie scene. Well, exactly. But no, the, funny, the funniest thing about it was, though, um, it was on on a Sunday afternoon when I recorded it. So I was thinking, I remember watching it ages ago. Well, it can't be that bad. It was on in the middle of the afternoon. And <laughs> yes, but, it can. Uh, it yeah. changed since you were a kid, Stu. I know. They'll but, show Saw 3 in the middle of the afternoon now. Yeah, that's right. I think they do. Right, because obviously it was not edited at all. There was nothing cut out. And like they're calling each other pussies all the time. What's a pussy, Dad? Uh, well, he's someone who's a bit soft. Right? And she's like, oh, okay. And then... Soft the, like a cat, you know. Like, uh, and then that the, out pretty well. The bit with the leeches, you know, where he gets a leech on his... Oh, oh God. Right? Oh, that's and, and he fades, right? And then, he's, and then one of the lads goes... 
he had a leech on his nutsack. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. And Millie's like, he just swore, didn't he? And I'm like, yeah, I guess you could say that. And then at the end, the end where, you know, where he has a standoff with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. And he says, suck my big fat one. And then she's like, and she didn't make any reference to it, right? So I was like, oh, maybe she's just ignoring it, right? And then obviously after he goes, he goes, eh, suck my big fat one. <laughs> yeah, like, I just can tell at some point uh, Kay is going to be like, Millie, why don't you clean up your room? Suck yeah. my big fat one, Mom. Where'd you hear that? Dad showed me a movie with it in. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, and then he, after he said that, he goes, yeah, biggest one in four counties. <laughs> Just like, oh my god! So yeah, it was good though. She enjoyed it. She enjoyed it's a good movie. movie. I mean, it's a heck of yeah, a story. Great right movie, yeah. See, Stephen King writes some good stuff. He knows how to tell a story. I guess. He does. Certainly does. But yeah, anyway, that's a bit of an aside. But I just thought it was kind of funny. I was like, oh my god, because it was that completely not oblivious. Because I've seen the film and I know that it, you know, it's a bit of a serious topic. You know, finding a body and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's also about like growing up and yeah. You know, for her to see that, I think. Yeah, I think it was a good film. Her needs to be exposed but, to it. Anyway, that's a bit of an aside. Right. <laughs> we should get back to rage quitting. Ah! Yeah. So, anyway, as a result of this, I thought, you know what? I'm going to put it up in the forums, and I'm also going to put it up on the Facebook and see if other people have done any rage quitting. On the and did they break anything? You know, that was my most important thing to find out. You know, what have they damaged in the process? Yeah. Uh, so let's do Facebook first. Pix okay. or GFTO? Right. Are you ready for this? Yes. For this. So Andrew Gold uh, said, I wanted to play Gears yesterday. Uh, there was a very good player killing me all the time. It was a good job. My mic wasn't plugged in. I was Ooh. cursing like a trooper. I then got my own back in the next match, uh, though all was well. Uh, sorry, and then all was well in the world. So you know he sort of, uh, but he didn't. He didn't break anything by the time. He just got a bit angry. Uh, Chris Harrison said, "Halo Three in my old well, flat." If you didn't break anything, we don't want to hear it. Go yeah. ahead. Halo Three in my old flat. I had a soft area of wall, and I left it with a rather deep hole in it after punching it. Yeah, like Andy on the office. You know what? Maybe you're in the ceiling. Yeah. That's not good, is it? Punching a hole in the wall. Um, Mike Vasey said, I recently played Medal of Honor Frontlines HD on PS3, and that's the only game that has ever made me rage quit, ever. Uh, the checkpoints are usually at the end of a three-part level, and the times I got within minutes of the end and got killed and had to go back half an hour. Ah, I have the patience of a saint normally. So he wasn't, uh, he wasn't very happy. Uh, Susan Lindelhall. SLH, uh, she said, I got very close recently in Mass Effect 3 where it was just my shepherd with a targeting gun against that stupid Reaper and its red death ray. I got so close so many times then he just frizzled me. Didn't rage quit but did stamp my feet like a little complete princess which surprised me so much I actually laughed. <laughs> so, so she had a bit of a temper tantrum. That's good when you can laugh at yourself though. That's, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Robin Mickelberg said just once playing Final Fantasy 13 this is brilliant I love this uh, not because it was hard or I came to a part that I just couldn't do it was because my mind finally cracked at just how awful this game is fuck this boring <laughs> shit I just can't face it anymore control the misses the telly luckily <laughs> so he raged quick just because he was so bored of the game <laughs> Yeah, I love that 
I love that. Um, yeah, Dave Dory said, Bloodstone and Quantum of Solace on top settings. I broke a bottom of my Xbox controller. Oh, man, if you're not having fun with Quantum of Solace, you need to step back. <laughs> yeah, so that's like, not it's good. meant to be enjoyed like a fine wine. Uh, Peter Marshall said, it's almost a weekly thing for me. Uh, at the moment, it's Catherine. Easy mode isn't easy. I oh. quit for a while and then came back to it refreshed and ready to go. I have but broken. It's not worth it. I have broken one controller and a game disc. Uh, though the game disc wasn't rage; it was premeditated. Dark Void had it coming. <laughs> well, so yeah. he's yeah, he's done that. Um, uh, Bongo the Sane says, "I like to grr, a lot." <laughs> so, um, so that's it for him. Uh, Jamie O'Neill said, "Rage quit any game that doesn't allow invert Y to be selected." Uh, blame Nintendo and N64 Goldeneye for rewiring my brain, lol. Not totally broke any controllers. A little internal rattling, perhaps. Uh, but I do tend to lose a lot of real triggers. Uh, that's because he has a PS3 real triggers. I would assume that's what he's referring to there. Uh, I like this one. This one's off uh, GH Rocker. He says, Kung Fu Chaos on Xbox snapped the disc and broke the controller. Oof. <laughs> um, and then we've got uh, Tara Mattis, uh, Chini's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah. She says this, Headbutted my DS because of those stupid bats on scribble notes. It didn't break my head, though. Ouch. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the final one, and I love this. This is from Matt, I think. You know, Chinny's friend from Stone's Throw Media. Yeah, or it could yeah. be Chinny himself, I guess. This may be Chinny posting. Uh, but I don't, I can never see Chinny rage quitting. He doesn't seem to get angry at anything, really, does he? He's too laid back. So I'd be shocked if this is him. But anyway, it was GTA 3 Boxing Day. Everyone watching me play uh, got stuck on a tough mission and it would start you back at the beginning of the mission when you failed. Uh, I was driving to the finish point of the mission with maximum police chasing me, gangs, etc. Had 3 HP health and a granny wasn't pleased that I nicked her car. Got me out of the car and one punch killed me. Fuming. (laughs) And to make matters worse, about six people watching me and pissing their pants. I was 13 at the time, had a huge hissy fit, turned off the PS2, and was in a mood for the rest of the day. <laughs> so, uh, that's just brilliant. Uh, so that's all the Facebook stuff. This is the forum stuff. Okay. Uh, Nick Nitra says, uh, Many occasions my controller has flown across the room in rage, usually something like Mortal Kombat or UFC Undisputed. I also swear and shout a lot. Apparently, according to the missus, I am very scary when I go off on one. Now, you see, I think that's really worrying when someone's in such a fit of rage that the wife is scared of them. Yeah, she's scared. It's not good. Someone laughs at me, and that brings me back down to earth for a bang, just like that. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you see the funny side of it straight away when someone else laughs. I think, I think the other thing that makes me angry, and I've never, I didn't mention this, but you know, you know when your wife does that thing when you're at a crucial moment in the game and then walks in front of the team? Oh, God. <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy about that? This is no word of a lie. <laughs> Oh man, you're trying. I, think, to be... I, I, I honestly think oh, wait, does it does it on purpose. No, here's the thing. I've this is horrible. I can't believe I'm admitting this. I have Whoa. trained myself. Whoa, 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 I don't... Just a minute. I think you need the confession intro for this. Oh snap! Is this confession? It's not really a confession. Well, it sounds like it's going to be. Um, it's not. This is, and it's not intentional. Like this is totally unconscious. I've trained myself to blink at those moments. And she walks in front of the screen, I'm blinking, so that I'm not missing anything, and my eyes are getting the moisture they need. (laughs) And I'll realize sometimes, like, my eyes are really dry. Oh, wait, I haven't been blinking, because I've been 
just saving it up in case she walks in front of the screen. It's horrible. It's it's like that weird part of the Matrix Two when Neo crosses over and like he has the Matrix powers, but he's not in the Matrix. Like this is what's going on with me in video games, man. Like sounds more like a clockwork orange where he has those eyes. Yeah, right. That and Videodrome, man. It's becoming part of the machine. We want your soul. Yeah, it's weird. That is seriously crazy. Oh, I'm going to try that. I'm impressed. What do you mean you're going to try it? I think it's if It's horrible. <laughs> it doesn't sound yeah, it's horrible. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm saying as a way to warn people, don't be like me. God. Anyway. Um, Tuscan77, he says, uh, no, my controller and plasma are quite safe. One shall never be thrown at the other. I enjoy brutal challenges and typically set the difficulty to hard when playing a new game. I only recently realized that there's an option for Japanese VA in Vanquish. So I am now playing through on God Hard Difficulty with Japanese VA, VA on whatever that is. Uh, and while extremely testing, it's very rewarding. Vanquish is a fair game, expertly crafted, but I even derive a measure of enjoyment from games with cheap bosses and bad design. Oh, you're cheap, eh? All right, we can play it like that. Lazy design and cheap shots. I'll still beat you. Tackling them can be frustrating, to say the least, but I've never pushed a rage quit. I'll just switch it off and try again later, which is pretty much what I do, to be honest. Uh, one game I'm relishing is Catherine, a game with difficulty levels even the Japanese complained about fascinates me. I plan on playing on normal, but if all I've heard is true, but the first time ever in a game, I might have to knock it down too easy. So, I did get frustrated a couple of times in Catherine, but not much, because I played it on very easy mode, which was fine by me. Uh, yeah, oh, and even very easy. Oh yeah, there's a very easy mode on. Oh, Catherine. I'm going to get that then. I didn't know that. Uh, in the very easy mode, you get loads of power drinks, which allow you to scale three blocks at a time, which makes a huge difference. Uh, but I did. Don't get me wrong; it's still a challenge. You know, there's nothing easy about it. You know, even on very easy, you've still got to think about the the path up. But what Catherine is really good at. Uh, it doesn't randomise anything, so you learn which way to go. And where you cocked up, you go a different route. Ah, great. So it doesn't. It never. It's never cheap, and it never cheats you or makes you feel inadequate. It, it, and, it, and the power drinks always appear in the same places, you know. So you know where you're going to get the next one. Yeah. So yeah, it, it does have some moments though where it, it, it tricks you or it makes it more difficult. But it's it's a great game anyway. Duke will disagree, but uh, he knows nothing. I haven't him. played it. Played it. So I, yeah, I want to play the story. It looks like a the really story's good excellent. Story. Yeah, really good. Anyway, Chris cool. MJW he says I rage quit regularly with demos. Usually it's because I suck at the game, and rather than getting more annoyed with it, I chalk it up to being a bad game and then quit and delete. <laughs> yeah. I also rage quit on the Half-Life 2 Urboat. The loading times on the PS3 Orange Box were horrendous, which doesn't help with the rage levels. I've punched a few cushions, but I've never broken anything. So that's what he did. Uh, Purple Eye says, same here. I don't rage quit so much as rage and then carry on. Games like N Plus and Trials on XBLA, where you're replaying levels over and over again. You know, that's funny. That's true. It, rage quitting's bad, but it's not as bad as rage not quitting. <laughs> like at least when you rage quit, you recognize this is bad. <laughs> I need to get out of this. When you rage play, you're just like, I can do this. It's important. No, it's not. Yeah, well, people think it is. Uh, yeah, replaying levels over and over again to get that perfect run, and then you make a stupid mistake. On a part you've done 20 times already, that's when I rage. Of course, the more you rage, the more mistakes you make. It's a vicious circle, which is yep. why you should stop playing at that point. Yep. Uh, Woody says, cushions, sofas, walls, doors, nothing is sacred. 
Controllers had been cracked and kicked. My SNES controller had chunks bitten out of it. Bitten out of it? <laughs> oh, that's now, deep. I don't know whether he actually means he bit them, but it looked like they'd been bitten. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I now try to avoid games that make me rage quit as I have a young family, and apparently I'm quite scary when I get like that. <laughs> yep. Gaming is supposed to be fun and relaxing. If I'm that kind of state, how much fun can I really be having? Really? Yeah. I mean, really? I stay away from fighters and some shooters. For example, Halo is relaxing. COD World at War sent me over the edge. More recently, New Super Mario Bros. for the Wii was super frustrating, and my daughter now tells people that the game cheats because that's what her daddy says. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. So that's Woody. John Mouse said, I've smashed many control pads, kicked the shit out of a bin, poor bin, (laughs) and punched beds because I get frustrated when a game I've played a lot and can usually play well, and suddenly I suck at it. Uh, FIFA induces this rage worse than the majority of games, but I've been trying to cur a lot less and just get on with it, because a few of my previous outbursts have caused problems with my girlfriend. Jeez, man. That's that's really not good if you're getting so angry that your girlfriend's scared. So we've had wives scared, now we've got a girlfriend who's presumably scared. Um, I really get annoyed at shooters or many other types of games, though. I understand, though, that I am addicted to games and gaming, and this does not help. Spending long periods of time playing games and becoming too involved with the emotional impact of the game, to such a point it induces angry outbursts. I can understand on many levels I'm a functioning addict. I still go to work, I still write and edit for the Play Vault, and podcast as well as meals out with my girlfriend, and see my mates a lot of the time. When I am not doing these other things, though, I rarely ever watch movies or TV, and every time we'll play games, spending hours and sometimes entire days playing the Xbox when I have not got to go to work. Yes. So there you uh, go. So addicted and raging. Uh, so Sentinel, uh, fellow Aussie for you here, fellow Aussie. He says, Trials Evolution had me throwing controllers for the first time in years. And the problem with wireless controllers is when you throw them, they don't have a cord to prevent them from hitting the wall. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. But if you're depending on that, you, you need more help than that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Surface Lizard, the old SL. So he's still on the forums. He might not be on the show anymore, but he's on the forums. Uh, he says, uh, Dural from Virtual Fighter 2. I almost took a hammer to my satin in disgust at his cheap cheating boss. Uh, the rotating spike walls from God of War as Kratos is escaping Hades. One mistake and you drop all the way back to the bottom. Yeah, uh, very frustrating. <laughs> The original Gears of War own up its immature power wank fantasy for 14-year-old boys. I felt insulted by it. And uh, finally, uh, Mortal Kombat, the latest one, as Madam Lizard is profoundly better at it than me. There you go. And then final one's from Step J, and he says this. For me, rage quitting is for people who can't control their anger. I can't ever remember losing my temper so much that I throw a pad at a wall. However... My girlfriend rage quit at the very last shooting section for Mass Effect 3 on Insane. It took me more than half an hour to do it for her. I would say 90% of that was loading screens and cutscenes. Now that's far more ra- so now that's far more rage inducing than any cheap game mechanic uh, that is solely there to make you feel like you were beating the game. So there you go. So I'm guessing, you know, a lot of people rage quit and you know what I say to all you people out there who do that? Just turn the game off. 
If you if you get in that angry that you're sort of throwing controls at walls, I mean, and obviously you've not listened to the Mass Effect Three show that we did, um, but uh, CP completely smashed his controller playing it. Uh, but spite, I mean, you know what though? It's easy to say, oh, just turn the game off. It's not important. But you know what? When you're caught up in the moment, like you're caught up in the moment, and it, things happen, you know. And this is why I think it's important for us to have. A recognition that it's not—it's not like it just sort of happens. It's—it's it's cumulative, you know. Like if you don't take time to just do things that are actually relaxing, and this is one of those big fallacies, and I'm given to it as well. Like gaming is not always relaxing. Like sometimes at the end of the day, I'm like, I just want to kick back and play some games. It's fun and thrilling to play Modern Warfare Three, and if you have a good round, that's very exciting and it's—it's it's mm-hmm. energizing and it feels great. But it's not really the same thing as relaxing. And it's important for us to do things that are relaxing so we can get rid of some of that stress. And then when you go to the game, you can then be like, yeah, all right, or I'm mad, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explode. Yeah. I mean, the only, thing, the only thing with CP, normally, right, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, you know, I, I do have sympathy for people maybe who get a bit angry playing a game and stuff just happens. But he, he set out playing that game on insane difficulty from the beginning, right? Yeah. And, you know... If you're going to do that to yourself, then, you know, that's what happens, I guess. But he, but, for that. yeah, it's a bit self-inflicted. But what he was saying was he, he, he literally spiked the controller into the floor, you know, like sort of pounded it into the floor as hard as he could. And it was bits of controller. Every, I mean, he didn't just break it. He demolished it. It exploded, you know, from what I can gather. He, you know, he threw it that hard into the floor. And it was obviously in his basement, which is, I'm assuming, a hard floor like concrete or whatever. And, uh there was nothing left of it. So then he had to go out and buy a new controller, you know, and that's just crazy for me. Yeah. You know, you can just throw, throw money away like that. Oh, I'll just buy another one. It's fine. So, well, thank you, everybody, you responded, because that was kind of cool. It was kind yeah. of cool. Good stuff. Um, yeah. People. Now, I'm going to do some quick news, some quick news, and this, this one I love. Uh, somebody... Putting news first. This is this is quick there. Uh, numerology proves Half-Life Three will be announced at E3. So, <laughs> do, so someone has has done this right. Do you want to hear how they worked this out? Here we go. Yes. Okay. Okay. Gabe Newell's rank on Forbes' richest men list is eight hundred and sixty-four. Okay. Years between Half-Life and Half-Life Two, seven. Years between Half-Life Two and Left 4 Dead Two, five. Years between Left 4 Dead Two and Portal Two, three. Total, 753. Okay. 864 minus 753 equals 111. 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 3. Jesus Christ. 3 equals Half-Life 3 or Episode 3 or E3. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? That's got to be a joke, surely. <laughs> no, well, that's why I came up with Stu being, and Chinny is the same person. Because you take the letters and Stu and you add them together and you get 128. And then divide that by six and it's Chinny. So there you go. Wow. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I see you thinking. Yeah, excellent. You see, I can just put on that, uh, that Wolverhampton voice when you're not ready for it. Anyway, uh, so there you go. Sent by a guy called Igor, apparently. There nice username. So yeah, we like that. I, I, do you know what? I wish that was true. Because if that was true, that'd be so cool. But obviously, we know it isn't. Um, okay. Yeah, Joyride. You know that? You remember that that Kinect game? It was great, weren't it? It was crap. Great oh, the Kinect, Kinect game. game. I never played it because it's a Kinect game. Yep. And for well, Fly Garage, wasn't it? 
Well, do you know what, Duke? You're in luck. And you oh, know yeah. why you're in luck? Because... The non-connect. Correct. Joyride Turbo oh, will not have any connect compatibility. Good. So they're, they're just kind of... I still play it. I don't even know what it is. It's like a kart racing game. Oh, boy. Never played yeah, one of those yeah. before. Yeah, so this time around, it's uh, and it's with your avatars and everything. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. That, I mean, what I don't know what that says. Does it say you know they think you know what it was a bit stupid and nobody liked it and we're just going to go with standard controller? I don't really know. I think they're admitting Connect failed. I don't think it failed, but man, well, it depends. It depends how you look at it. From a commercial point of view, it didn't fail because he sold a load of those. Even I've got one. What the uh, connected stuff? Yeah. I've got yeah, I just got mine for free with the new Star Wars limited edition thing, but I, I haven't used it at all. Yeah, I don't think it failed if you if you're looking at it from a sales, but I think it's there just hasn't been it. I mean, apart from Dance Central and obviously Connect uh, Sports, and um, I'm trying to think if there's any others that have really been great on it. You know, most games don't work that well on it, and that's the, that's a problem you've got. You but know? most gamers don't really want to use it. If you're a yeah. I mean, a real, real gamer. You want a joypad in your hand, don't you? Yeah, Gunstringer, Gun you know, did all right as well. But, but do you think it's a novelty? Like, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, you're done. You couldn't play a yeah, I think, game. I think the only game I've played in it where I've, like, really, really enjoyed it, and we still play it from time to time even now, is um, uh, Fingy Fruit Ninja. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That's pretty good fun. Yeah, but that, I mean, you're talking like, you know half an hour to pass the time on a rainy day you know with nothing max though isn't it you wouldn't play that for two or three hours you know just a couple of... no i'm trying to think there's no game i mean i did try and play rise of nightmares but it was a bit crap yeah um and i didn't play i just sent it back in the end because i got really frustrated with the imprecise control scheme and it just didn't work very well that's the thing i don't think it works it just doesn't work with most games yeah. i mean but fruit ninja aside and a few others it's yeah, your game. your shape fitness evolve works kind of well if you want some exercising stuff, but it's not really a game, I suppose, is it? No, I think it, it'll find its place eventually. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. Next thing. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of like this. Um, real life versus video games. Um, there's some people set up an alternate reality game uh, that lets players control real people. What? What? So how what? cool is that? How cool is that? So the so what? So the first game the company <laughs> ran, right? So they ran a the game last October, and it featured a single character, a man who was kidnapped and found himself alone in a boat. Uh, players had to instruct the man how to solve the puzzles around him so that he could deduce his location and have the other characters come to his rescue. The actor oh. himself had no okay. idea where he was, uh, making his on-screen behaviours a combination of improvisational acting and real-life confusion. Huh. See that performance part. Eh, I don't know. No, no. What What's the point of that? I don't know. I I do think it's kind of cool because it's there, it, it's going to appeal to some people. There are some people like there's that group called Improv Everywhere where they do some cool stuff. Like they did a thing in the New York Public Library where they had some people dressed up as ghosts and they were just running through the library and everyone's like, whatever, that's weird. <laughs> and then they had the Ghostbusters people come in and they were like, they're over there and they were like chasing the ghosts around. That was great. That's really fun and I have a lot of respect for people. Yeah, that's that, entertaining. That, was yeah, that like, like, and, and that sort of performance part is okay, but you know what? It's not for me. I'm not looking to do that performance thing. Like, was that the group who got a load of people, like about 200 people together, and then they went on the New York subway just in the pants? Was I don't know. Them? I don't think so. Because improv everywhere usually has more of a story behind what they do. That just sounds like a flash mob doing silly stuff. 
Yeah, they did. They did this thing where everyone was just like, oh, like male and female, and they they had like blouses and the shirts and ties and everything on, but just no bottoms. So they just had the knickers of the. The pants, and they, were, and they were all just stood on like it was completely normal, just walking through the subway and through the train station, and it was oh. just a weirdest thing because everyone's just looking at them, but they just pretended nothing was going on, you know. Like it was Did that really happen, or is that a dream you had? No, no, it was on. Um, there was a thing on modern art and stuff on the TV. You require a three-bedroom bisexual house share. It was. <laughs> it was the same group who did the thing at Central Station where everyone just stopped moving, you know, and then they stood like that for two minutes. Did you see what, that? They're all no, no. They stopped bollock naked from the waist down. Yeah, no, no, no. They had knickers on or whatever. They had they had underwear on, but that was all. Oh, but right. they still had the shoes and socks on and stuff, which was really weird. <laughs> so, so, but no, they did they did that one, and then the other one they did was, um, like I say, at, at Grand Central Station, and basically at, at precisely eleven o'clock or whatever. It t- everyone just there was sort of a, they had about seventy or eighty people dotted around the station and he just stopped moving for two minutes. Oh, I saw that oh. one. Yeah, I saw that. That was quite impressive, wasn't it? Yeah. It was really good. And then as soon as the two minutes went, right. they just started walking again like nothing had happened. Yeah, and the, the reactions to the people around them was incredible, wasn't it? They couldn't yeah. believe that they just witnessed that. Yeah, it was just a weird... And obviously no one knew what the hell was going on and thought something yeah. weird had happened or... You know, like they were sort of, you know, like everyone else had just stopped. <laughs> like the world had stopped for two Yeah, that's right. It looked like something out of a oh, that's cool. movie. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Well, yeah, yeah I, like, really I like all that. Kind of, I, I like the idea of this, but I just think it's a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the idea of a man in the boat being kidnapped and whatever he's got to do. What, how is this a game? Well, because you're on the internet. And you're, him you're telling him what to do. Yeah, giving him instructions what to do to sort right. out his puzzles. That he, and he doesn't even know how to solve them, so you've got you've to help it. Oh, my God. Sorry, I just saw something on the internet that's great. Y'all know what Redbox is? Do you have a Redbox there? My mm. oh, uh, that's the thing where you can hire a video. Okay. I'm gonna have the shit to have a red box. <laughs> <laughs> so this person on Facebook wrote, "I need a job." Anybody know anyone hiring? And this guy goes, "You should try Redbox. They're always hiring." And the person goes, "Really? I thought that was just a machine." He goes, "No, there's a guy inside the box that dispenses <laughs> movies out to you." I hear it's a really simple job. My buddy works in one. He says there's a TV and a mini fridge inside. Just check it out. Go up to the red box and knock and get an application. <laughs> cool. I'll go right now. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, you were saying. I was going to say games? the most the most worrying uh, thing about this is uh, the developer insists that no actual harm comes to the potentially startled actors, who, while in uncomfortable and potentially dangerous positions, are safe. And yet, players who are accustomed to killing their video game characters in a thousand different ways, just <laughs> yeah. to see what happens, may not always have a human avatar's best interests at heart. He added. Your interaction is really controlling whether this person gets rescued. So if the audience decides they don't like you, they're probably just <laughs> going to leave you there to die. <laughs> yeah. That's like a Fallout 3. Like, hey, I'm not going to rescue that dude. He can deal with it on his own. Uh, so Did they really use a phrase, potentially startled. <laughs> That's a brilliant phrase. Yeah, it is a good phrase. Potentially startled. Potentially startled. Um, so I kind of love that. I, think, I, I just think it's cool, even though it's a bit weird. I think it's... Uh, I think it's really cool. Um, and that's about it for the news this evening. Oh, so there you go. End of the news. End of the news, baby. Right, okay, we need to get on to emails. Oh, my uh, gosh. Oh, uh, yeah. And we've got another one, another one. Uh, email. 
old. Okay, now then, we've got a lot, a lot of emails this week. Loads of them, in fact. In fact, loads of them. Loads. Um, loads. Okay, here we go. Whew. Here we go. Right, are you ready? Ready. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi. Ra hey. Finch here. Oh, we need the confessions. It's a confession. I hadn't realized oh, it. Oh, snap. An actual confession. An actual confession. Hey, kid, why don't you spill your guts? Tell us everything. Thing, 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 thing. Everything. Okay, I'll talk. So anyway, he says, hi, guys. Ra Finch here. I haven't sent anything in for quite a bit, so I thought I would send the confession. So, last weekend, my daughter was playing on her Wii, and after about an hour, she got bored and asked if she could play on my Xbox. So, I said she could. As Uh I have no kiddie games, as I have no kiddie games, I said, have a look on the indie games and download some demos to play, which she did. (laughs) (laughs) Date or kill. The killer's You're almost right. Yeah, very close. And came across, try not to fart. Uh, for God's sake, it's not obscene, but it's just obscenely bad. We both Even played. I'm it. offended by that. We both played it, taking turns. Oh my God, we had a great laugh playing so much uh, that I paid the eighty points for the full game. Oh God, it's not bad enough that you played that stupid game. You enjoyed it and you bought it. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. Will you ever forgive me? <laughs> Oh my God! So uh, I mean, forgive. Have we, are we giving forgiveness for playing Try Not to Fart and enjoying it? You know what? Everybody has games that other people don't like. You're entitled to like whatever you like. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I could imagine Millie loving this if I let her play it. Uh, you know, yeah, play it. Most kids love flatulence. Of course yeah. they do. You know, I'm a clown to the kids in this area. So. <laughs> Why do you just fart all the time, do you? Is that nah, your... I don't really. I don't know it's a good kidding. thing that we're above that kind of lowbrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not saying anything. So do you like, you know, you see kids playing in the street outside, you just sit your ass out of the window and give them a good trumpet then? Is that uh, what you do? I would get arrested, I think, if I started to shove my ass at kids' <laughs> yeah, yeah. faces. Oi, kid, come <laughs> have a look at this. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jimmy. It was Jimmy Carr. Is that his name? David Carr. What's his name? Jimmy Carr. Uh, Jimmy Carr. He says, yeah. yeah, sex education is very important to uh, tell kids Carr, about, but you should only tell them. Oh, don't yeah. show them. Yeah. Yes, we get it. <laughs> right. Get it. That's See, Jimmy Carr. Did there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he does funny. all the funny, time. Isn't it? It's funny. Yeah. What he does all the time. Uh, and then he says, "Oh, and will you let Chinny know I got past the level I was stuck on on Halo Wars?" I contacted him about it months and months ago. Much love to be seeing you. There you go. Yes. So there you go. Well, we would tell Chini if he was here, but he isn't. So, you know. Jeez. Don't float, really. Okay. Now, we need to get on to this because people are into the idea of this LAN event, and I've had some people contact me who can actually uh, set one up. Wow. I know. LAN parties. 1993 yeah. called. They want their I know. <laughs> yeah. So, and we've got an email about that, so we'll come on to that one. Uh, but uh, this one's from Richard Webster, Big Bad Daddy. So, nice to hear from you. He says, LAN event. He says, hey, yo, sup, what? Peace, y'all shit. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I have no idea. That's uh, not a good thing to anything. <laughs> how is it going? Actually, no, wait a minute. I said that wrong. He said, hey, yo, sup, what? Peace, y'all shit. <laughs> she- All right. Shit. So, it's more like that. How's it going, veteran gamers? I'm just hanging how I do. Just thought I'd send you a lovely ladies 
Send, send you lovely ladies. Send you lovely ladies. Hmm. Hey, I take offense. Hey. To I'm hey. insecure in my masculinity. At first, no, I thought you said I just thought I'd send you some lovely ladies, but I read it wrong. Um, yeah, just thought I'd send you lovely ladies a quick email. Been playing lots of Skyrim, as always, as well as Mass Effect 3. Skyrim! Great game, but lacks the RPG-ness of one too much for me. Also playing WWE 12. I thought it was some World at War game, but it's not. It's wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Also playing WWE 12. Always get my wrestling groove on every year around this time of WrestleMania. I didn't know he played wrestling games. That's kind of strange. Of course, WWE is nowhere near as good as it was in the Attitude days. But the games are still great. And the WrestleMania build-up and backlash is good entertainment. Do you know, I tried to watch a wrestling show not long ago. It was just weird now. It's just like some weird soap opera with a bit of wrestling. It's all a bit weird. It does look weird. Yeah. What's your favorite full title that's been released this year so far? Also, regarding the LAN event, I would definitely show up. Would probably bring my Xbox, as my PC would be too much work logistically. Keep up the great work and congrats on one-to-one. That's uh, this show. Uh, your friend in time, Richard A. Webster, April 28th, 2012. So there you go. Yes. I'm guessing he sent it. Weird mm. is that. So, yes, he turned up to the LAN event. And, uh, yeah, what's your favorite full title that's been released this year so far then, Duke? Have you played any? <laughs> um, Just asking. Have you uh, actually played any? <laughs> here, let me look at games that have been released this year, and I'll get back to you. Go ahead. That's uh, kind of funny. Uh, uh, yeah, Johnny, Gary, what's The your... Witcher 2 by a long way. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely with you, followed the close second by Mass Effect 3. And I, and I kind of like Binary Domain. I enjoyed that as well. Yeah, I looked at that. That's what I was thinking of. It. Mass yeah. Effect 3, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that second, yeah. Sure. It's a rental. It's a rental, but it's a, it's a rental. Yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah, I think you'd be able to pick it up for about 15 quid in a couple of oh, months. Oh, dude, months. Kingdoms of Amalur came out in February. Oh, yeah, we'll let you have oh. that. Biatch. Yeah, yeah. So, next one up, here we go, from Hans V, which is actually quite a nice, short, well-paragraphed email for him, because he's usually quite, hey. quite textish, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> and he says, sorry I was tired. Sorry I was tired when I wrote the last email. So I tried to write it as fast as I could before I went to bed. But not this time. I have recently been playing Gotham City Imposters. In my opinion, Gotham City Imposters, the second best multiplayer shooter out there next to the 2010 Medal of Honor, which nobody seemed to like. On the other hand, I am writing this email as the first part of the Walking Dead video game downloads, and I have heard nothing but good things about it. And you heard them off me as well, because it's brilliant. Uh, I recently got a game called Rocksmith. It's pretty much Guitar Hero, except I can plug in my own electric guitar and actually learn to play. Nice. I have gotten pretty good on some Nirvana, so anybody out there who wants to get better at guitar should look at this game. It works really well. I have an egg timer topic for you guys. Egg, 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 egg time topic. I was wondering what you think will come out of E3 this summer and what you were looking forward to the most this year. For example, I was thinking Valve will, will unveil their next game and I am looking forward to Medal of Honor Warfighter. How about you guys? So, Duke, what are you looking forward to this year? What do you think is going to happen at E3? Fallout 4? Probably not going to happen, but I would love to have a Fallout announcement of some kind. 
You know what? I saw something very interesting on Reddit recently. Somebody suggested, and this is such a cool idea, the next Fallout game should be Fallout Zero. It takes place, it starts half an hour before the bombs fall. And it's like, what happens right after the bombs fall and you're just dealing with it? It would be so cool. Don't you think that would be a good idea? Yeah, that yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. But what, what would be the hook, then, if there's no bomb falling? No, but there is. I mean, it's it's... You you get to play the first part of the game right as they're falling, and then then you just have to deal with it. And then, you know, there's no like super mutants yet, but there's people, raiders. People start going crazy and attacking things, and yeah, yeah, I, that I, would be cool. I have to say, yeah, when you think of I it think that way, like just as everything know. goes to shit. Yeah, but I don't know what's happening in the world of games, so I don't know what to expect. That does sound kind of cool. Other people, yeah. I mean, for me. Um, I would just love the, for them to clarify what the hell is happening with The Last Guardian, really. Yeah. You know, because we heard so much about that game. Then, obviously, the developer left, and then there was all this other news saying that it was still getting made, and he's still on board, but there's an outside contractor. And then we've probably not heard anything for about six months, have we, really? It's gone very quiet. Yeah. So, ah, don't know. Don't know. Uh, and then the other, the other thing I'd love to uh, come out of E3... Uh, would be a Bioshock Infinite demo would be kind of yeah cool. that would be cool you know to get get our and hands on there to like to look at yeah and uh, that's probably what I guess out of the whole year that I definitely know is coming out probably the one game I'm looking forward to the most out of everything that's coming out this year um, but having said that The Witcher Two is living well up to expectations as well for me and that's going to be on my potential game of the year list as well so I think it's going to be a good year in gaming again so what about you Gary what are you looking forward to at E3, um, I want them to announce some um, Skyrim DLC. That, that would be good. That would be that cool. That would be interesting. But there's meant to be an announcement anytime soon about that, isn't it? They keep saying it's coming. Yeah, I keep hearing it, but I'm waiting. So hopefully it'll come out before then. Um, also, it's, uh, some more information about Dishonored. Yeah. yeah, that's looking kind of cool, isn't it? It does look interesting. And... Um, What's it? Assassin's Creed 3. I want to see some gameplay footage. Mm. See, I don't think the gameplay will be that much different, to be honest. I think that's going to be about the, the one thing that stays pretty constant. I think it'll be everything else that's different, like the, yeah. the setting and... Well, the setting, know. yeah. I want to see the, the you know how, how he's going to do all the parkour up in the trees and all of that. Yeah. I like the idea of, as well, I've seen some stuff saying that you have to hunt for deer and stuff it's like that. Yeah. can serve no purpose anymore. God, I forgot that the timer was on. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, hey, we all got it in though. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, can I just ask before we move on, what what don't you want to see at E3? Is there anything you're not bothered about seeing? <laughs> the Wii U. Yeah, yeah Wii U. That's definitely going to be the. Yeah, and I don't care about Bioshock Infinite. No, really? what? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Bioshock <gasps> at all. Crazy. Oh my goodness. I played it. Finished it. I thought the story was pretty cool, but hated the game, the setting, everything. Hated oh. two as well, so I've given up on Bioshock. Wow. Oh no. What about what about Half Life Two? I love Half Life Two. Good, that's good. That's fine. Classic. You redeemed yourself. <laughs> yeah, Valve can do no wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> I hate like all those haters out there. What do they know? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Th- by the way, the only thing I'm not 
too bothered about is whether they can be bothered to announce whether there is a new PS4 or a 720. Yeah, I don't care about that either. I'm sick of hearing about it now. Yeah, same here. All this speculation is just... Yeah, just either do it or don't do it. I'm not bothered. Yeah, wait until the facts are out there. Stop trying to guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next one's uh, from Sean Anderson, who says, Now I'm dreaming too. Okay. (laughs) Also, game, wreck, and question. So here we go. Hey, guys. So I just realized the other day that I spend more time with you guys in a week than I do with any of my friends. Wow. I'm not a loner or anything. I just haven't been able to do much with anyone lately due to schedule differences. But I always spend at least two and a half hours listening to you guys every week, so kind of weird. Anyway, it gets weirder. I had a dream with you three in it last night. (laughs) You mean Chinny? I I don't like the way this goes, though. Chinny and Duke were normal, but for some reason, Stu was a tall, pimply American kid (laughs) with a a Beatles bowl cut. (laughs) And he kept ranting about random political facts. I think he must have been listening to your (laughs) show as well. I guess so, yeah. We were all three shopping at Target for some reason. That was really all. It was just weird. And I think I may have a problem. Perhaps I should go cold turkey from your podcast for a while. I feel like I'm catching whatever the other guy who dreams about you has. I forgot his name. That's Hans V. who just incidentally sent us an email tonight as well. That was him. Uh, That reminds me, Duke. We need to hang out and make some videos soon. Don't worry. I'm not crazy, really. No, I know. It's just, oh, it's the crazy. The grades are already due again. And I don't know. My brother was, uh, ah, stuff's just crazy. I do want to do it, but I don't know when. Soon. One of these days. Oh, yes. Game recommendation. I've been playing a free iPod game called Pwned. It's kind of like Bejeweled, but you're trying to line up coloured pieces in a row to destroy them. And every colour is a different kind of chess piece, and can only move like that piece can move in the game of chess. It's really quite challenging and addicting. Oh, no, we used the word addicting. It is a real word, though, so you're all right. And I and I recommend it, especially the Poison game mode. Okay. Before I go, I have a quick question. Maybe you can answer it in the next time a topic section. Oh, here oh we go again. snap back. It's never going anywhere. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Hit okay. Me. Uh, what do you guys think about emulating old games? Most times I listen to you guys, I'm playing old Mario games on my computer, especially Yoshi's Island for SNES. Love that one. So what do you think? I know it's not legal, but it seems pretty common. I used to argue that the games were otherwise unavailable, but now Nintendo sells almost of theirs on the Wii network, and the argument has kind of fallen apart. Do any of you do any emulation? I mostly play old SNES games, but I do have a few N64 ROMs as well. Mario Kart 64, awesome source. Anyway, keep it up. You guys make my week that more awesome, even if you do occasionally haunt my dreams, Sean. <laughs> I've, I've never really emulated anything. I've done a little MAME stuff because you you can't play some of them any other way. I don't know. I, yeah, like if you can get it legally, if you can buy it again, I think you should do that. But, you know, how are you going to play Rolling Thunder now if you don't do it on MAME? I don't know. So, it's weird, isn't it? No, I think they should stay in the past because if you ever go back and play games... Very weird. Play, yeah, they're absolutely shit. They're really crap. Most and you, some of them are still good, but most of the time. Uh, Devil, yeah. Devil May Cry, anyone, Duke? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I've got all these fond memories of gaming from you know five years old and upwards, and I don't want to take those memories by going back. 
Could, uh, I've tried getting back to uh, games that I played on the Amiga, like uh, Syndicate, the original Syndicate, and I can't believe I persevered with that to the end. <laughs> I can well, give you it a... did. You did, because there was no alternative. That was it. Yeah, but that was cutting edge right at the time. I thought yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. Now I look back and I think, why would I give any of my time to playing this shit because when I've didn't got know Skyrim right there? <laughs> yeah, but now, I mean now. Why would I go yeah. back now? No, you wouldn't go back now, no. I know better now, exactly. So emulation is something for, you know, retro gamers. You see, this this comes back to my argument about the, you know, the next Xbox or the next PS4 and everyone whinging whether it'll have backwards compatibility or not. To be honest, um, you buy a new console to play the new games, you know what I mean? And yes, there'll be be limited amounts at the beginning or whatever, but to me, I'm not that bothered about whether it's got backwards compatibility or not because... There'll always be the arcade games as long as they work, but they may not. Who knows? But, you know, I'm sure that they'll work and, you know, you'll have stuff to play. And, and you buy a new new console to play the new games. Exactly. I mean, how many times did you put a PS2 game into your PS3 when you got it? Probably like me, never. Never. Uh, I did play never. a couple of original Xbox games when I first got my 360, but that was all. Yeah, yeah. and the backwards compatibility is often so bad. Like, there are a few games, I wish I could still play the Mercenaries, the first Mercenaries game, that was good. And I mean, there's a few, but by and large, yeah, like, it's not really, I, I don't know. And I did try and play the original Tomb Raider again on my PS3 recently, and it was horrible. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, God. And, and again, it's a bit like your story. I, I, I persevered and played the whole of that game, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. But playing it now, I'm like, how the hell did I put up with these controls? Yeah. They're horrible. Exactly. I tried oh. to play um, Resident Evil Code Veronica, you know, the remake, the HD remake yeah. that just came out. And it's terrible. It's got that tank control, you know, you have to push the character forward to walk. Yeah, Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, to yeah. be honest with you, I didn't, although it took a little, because uh, Deadly Premonition has a little bit of that in it as well. Um, but when I, when I played... Yeah, but that's full of charm, isn't it? Yeah, but when I played Silent Hill, I wasn't... Once I got used to it, I was... Ah, it was good time. Uh, But thank you for that email. Thank you very much. Uh, Moving on. uh, The next one's entitled LAN Party. Yet another one regarding the LAN Party. Uh, Hello, Stu, Eric, and Chini. Hello. Uh, Hello. Uh, I'm not Chini. Right. I have been organising LAN parties with a small group of friends since Halo 2 on the Xbox. Wow. It started off with four, growing to the being the biggest, being 12. We use my friend's workplace boardroom, which has enough space for probably 14. We have all the wires and the bridges we need and the 20 meg broadband connection, so we can all go online too. All you need is your 360 and a small 19-inch LCD. The company is in Derby City Centre. It's the best way to enjoy gaming, in my opinion. The setting up and packing away is a huge ball leg, though. Uh, normally an hour to set up and a half an hour to pack away. Uh, updates and that settings aside, it's a fantastic laugh. Being in the same room really heightens the excitement and meeting, uh, meaning of the competition. Smack talk is a must, lol. Uh, some games work, some's, some are a fucking nightmare. We have never, never managed to get any Gears of War to work. Uh, cheers, Jason Powell, a.k.a. Step J. So, yeah, thank you for that. Now, I'm not sure whether he's offering. <laughs> yeah. Careful what you offer, dude. Yeah, he sounds like he's sort of offering. And and Derby's in a good place because it's quite a central location for the country. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of cool. So uh, I will do some more investigations, whether that's an offer or just some uh, advice. Advice. Jason Gollaher, we have got an email. Now, normally, you know, he sends us an email every week, doesn't he? And he has sent one this week. But this is it. Where is Chinny? 
that's it. That's, that's his <laughs> He's not here, dude. Sorry. Not here. So, uh, because I was speaking to him yesterday, so he, he knew Chini wasn't going to be on the show tonight. Uh, like, so, where is Chini? We, you know, we, we've no idea where Chini is. We don't know. He could be anywhere. And then here we go. God love us. Oh, oh my God. I might send this one to you, Duke, uh, to read out after. So, yeah. in fact, I am going to, I'm just going to do that because this is, this is huge. Right. Here you go. I'll, I'll send it. I'm going to send this one to you. I've I've read enough tonight, and this one's kind of for you anyway. I think so. Oh yeah. So here we go. Narrative of dissonance. No, he lives in the same place as you. I think. Oh yeah. I know who yeah. this is from. Yep. So there you go. I'll leave it to you. Off you go. Okay. Email from Madison, Wisconsin. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cue screaming who clip or some racket. Everyone, everyone, quiet down, please. I'd like to introduce my three esteemed guests today. Stu, Chinny, Duke, sincerely and from the bottom of my heart, thanks for joining me and welcome to my email. Smiley face emoticon. Been listening since late last year and I've thoroughly enjoyed it each and every week. Happened across an old episode looking for some info on the Ishisoft guy you interviewed quite a ways back. That guy is brilliantly talented. Five months later, you've got yourself a loyal listener. Honestly, the best gaming podcast out there, in my opinion. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Imagine my surprise when I thought I heard Duke reference Madison, Wisconsin as his home base. I did a veritable double take, which in podcast terms means scrolling the progress bar really quickly to the left. <laughs> Turns out we share a city, and now we're all frenzy on Xbox Live. Aw, yeah. I've never actually set foot to earth in Birmingham, Chinny, but I did once ride through it on a mega bus from Oh, Edinburgh. it's a good job Chinny isn't here. Oh, Ooh. where's that again? Ooh. Uh, Chini comes from Wolverhampton, you know, yeah. and never the twain shall meet. Yeah. So as I mentioned to Duke in our Xbox correspondence, I've been meaning to break the seal and write in for a few weeks now and have a number of things I've meant to comment on. So this might be a bit lengthy. Five paragraphs in, he says this might be a bit lengthy. Yep. The Mass Effect ending controversy. Have to say, I thought you guys handled the issue quite well. In reading and listening to other websites go on about it, you'd think the apocalypse of all artistic expression was upon us. I think Chinny asked exactly the right question. Why do gamers feel the right to ask such a thing? First off, I haven't even played it yet. Just picked up a copy last week, so I don't have any opinion about the ending yet. Second, I didn't personally care much for the way the group in question went about it. Actively pressuring a developer to change their ending under the feel-good guise of raising money for charity is a bit scurrilous in my view. That's a good word, scurrilous. That said, although they were undoubtedly the most active and vocal, they didn't seem to be alone in their sentiment. But why do gamers feel they have any right to ask for such change in the first place? The time spent with the series is no doubt a factor. The inherent interactivity and connectivity that make players feel so invested... I think there are a couple of components, though, that loom largest. The manner in which developers and their PR teams communicate with their fan bases is relatively unique. They actively state that they not only accept feedback, but they rely on it. They often go so far as to tell the fans it's really your story, your universe, your Captain Shepard, etc., etc. They communicate that pretty regularly, and they realize it, which is why I think they reacted the way they did. 
The other big thing is just the iterative quality of games in the modern marketplace. Fans of shows like Lost and Firefly and the like do actively engage the creators and make known what they might like to see going forward, but once the show is over, they understand there's not any realistic means by which the creators can change anything. That's a wrap, as they say. Gamers know that DLC and patches are not only possible, but increasingly the norm. They are a mechanism for addition and for change. Nobody thinks the end of all creativity is upon us if the fans of Street Fighter Triple X Turbo Force Arcade Super Hyper Edition ask the developers to patch a particular sidekick. I think this whole thing is just a symptom of the industry, and not necessarily a bad one. Game journalists are constantly going on about all manner of qualities that make games special and different. That's all well and good, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. A connected fan base getting an ending tweaked through DLC is not tantamount to chopping up the ending of Citizen Kane. <sighs> all right, that was pretty long. A couple yeah, other quick notes. I was just going to just to just to touch on that. He has yeah. got a point, right? Yeah, they're going to bring some DLC that tweaks the ending, and it isn't the same as chopping up the end of Citizen Kane, but. No. The question you've got to ask, though, once they've caved into one request like that, where does it stop? And that, and that's more the point, really, than than whether they're going to give us some DLC that just alters the ending slightly. It's sort of you've got to draw a line on the stuff like that because once you've, it's like giving into terrorists, as you say, you don't give into terrorists, do you? You don't give into kidnappers that's, or whatever. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> but do you understand what I mean, though? Because once. It's it's the same mentality though, isn't it? Once you've once they've won in effect and seen that you've caved in, then the next time something that they don't agree with happens, they're just going to do the same thing again. They're like children, aren't they? They're just going to keep going. Yeah. The horror. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he goes on. Um, play the Dragon's Dogma demo. It's strange. It felt a little unpolished and awkward in some places, but I wanted nothing more than to keep playing it. The vibe of the whole thing just kind of drew me in. I played the Kingdoms of Amalur demo a while back and had exactly the opposite reaction. Looked good and played well, but I didn't find myself compelled to go on. I know Duke has played a lot of Amalur. I'd be interested to hear his take. You know, Amalur, I don't know. I kind of think I feel like I sort of hit a wall with that. Like, it's still fun, but... It's not compelling. Like, you're supposed to be getting better and better loot, but I'm not really finding better and better loot. Like, I've got a sword that's really good, and I don't feel like I'm going to find something better anytime soon. And that's frustrating, you know? Like, with Borderlands, it's always about finding a better gun, a better gun, a better gun. And I don't feel like I'm doing that much in Amalur, so I don't know. It feels like it's stagnating a little bit. I'm about halfway. Yeah, I'm all Amalur'd out as well. I find that world just became too mundane after about 80 hours. Yeah, right. That's saying something. It takes 80 hours to get mundane. But, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, that world feels like it's very sort of compartmentalized. Like, okay, here's where the Fae live, and here's this other village, and then this village is very different. It feels like you're just popping between these very specific locations a lot. And yeah. then, whatever. It, at the same time, paradoxically, the whole world just feels like a big pastiche of all these different places, and none of the places feel like it has a specific character that you want to stay with you know like in like skyrim each of the cities like solitude feels very pastoral and lovely and then you have uh riften which is all like you know thievy and there's the Ratway and all and i don't know it just feels like amalur doesn't have a sense of place that's very distinctive strange yeah yeah it, it feels a bit uh soulless yeah in some places ah whatever yeah. um anyway, so the email continues i'm not done yet been playing an obscene amount of Assassin's Creed of late, had never played any of them, and tried Brotherhood on a whim a few months ago. Actually, he says a few moths ago, but I'm going to assume he means a few. I eat moths all the time, and a few moths ago, I decided to try Assassin's Creed. 
Loving revelations. I can understand some of the criticisms, but Constantinople is a great locale. Before too long, I'm going to jump back into Skyrim and Saints Row. Speaking of, Duke, and a lot of other people have mentioned this too, so thank you for letting me know, everybody. The Adult Swim logo is in Saints Row the Third because Tim and Eric actually contributed to creating the whole Professor Genki character and madness, and there's an Adult Swim radio channel in the game, if I'm not mistaken. Chinny, I played a good chunk of Deus Ex about a week ago, and I have to say, I think we're in agreement. Can't put my finger on it, really. I can see that it's a fine game, but I guess the game system just feels a bit too transparent to me. Duke, have to disagree about EA. I think they've done an admirable job of reversing course, really. Remember, Dead Space was their first rated M game. Think where they've come since then. Most of the licensed crap seems to have been jettisoned. Activision has sort of taken the mantle off the every-year-release-profit monster that will cancel games, shutter developers, alienate gamers, and kill franchises. EA isn't really that bad these days. Now, Duke, would you agree that Paris is the capital of France? Good. Then we're back in agreement. That's a line from Brain Candy. It's an awesome movie. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Way to go, dude. Thanks for taking the time, gents. Cheers. Yeah, thank you for that. By the way... I need to make a correction from last week's show because I've had a couple of tweets and sort of oh, messages. Snap. I said last week on the show that you couldn't save anywhere in The Witcher 2. Which yes, is, you did. Which isn't oh, true. Oh. Anyway, you can do so. There you go. I stand corrected. Yeah. I stand corrected. But I think also it's the way that it sort of sells you that they don't turn off when it's auto-saving. So it makes it sound like it's a checkpoint system as well. So there you go. Anyway, I was wrong. I admit it. I got it all wrong. Wrong. I was wrong. wrong. I was wrong. It happens. Should have known better. I was wrong. Known. Uh, and that's about it for this week's show. That's it. That's it. We need to Oof. do some... I know. Need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. Wait, I didn't get to play my new song. You said that... How did you find out about people telling you that you could do the thing with saving? What? How did they get in touch with you? Uh, via the email. Twitter. And Twitter? Twitter. Hit it! Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. I can't. That's the stupidest song in the world. There's so many reasons why it's so horrible. It's like these fake scratching sounds at the very beginning. <laughs> uh, and, and it's the simplest rhymes. It's all end rhyme, and it's day, way, say. And then it's the stupidest story in the history of ever because you saw a pretty girl walk across she winked and she's nobody does that people don't do that when you're out for a walk hey wink <laughs> and then it's couldn't figure out what to say so i twittered like that's gonna help you figure out what to say <laughs> I don't know what to say. maybe if i have to cram it into 140 letters i'll be able to figure something out ridiculous yeah what do you mean i thought it was brilliant <laughs> um Oh, God. Okay, I, I'm i going to shout out some Twitters anyway. I'll do that as my shout out. There you go, then we can make use of it. Um, yes, uh, SLH, uh, she tweeted, um, up to my nostrils in a bubble bath, face pack on, beer in hand, chuckling away at the Veteran Gamers podcast, Happy Sunday Evening. Uh, <laughs> to which I replied, people listen to us in the strangest of places. And she replied, now it's strange about my bath. Anyway, you sound really cool underwater, and now you smell vaguely of tangerine bubbles. So there you go. There <laughs> so, you go. Uh, so then, then I put a tweet out, thinking, uh, and on the Facebook, um, where's the strangest, where's the strangest or, or coolest place you've listened to our podcast? 
And we had On a Beach in Turkey off Andrew Gold. Ah. Yeah, and he also said, cool people are talking about LAN parties. It would rock if it did happen. So I, don't, I wouldn't hold your breath, dude. I mean, I don't know. Anything could happen, but... Well, you know, you know what? We'll, we, I think we're going to have to try and make this happen, don't you think? I don't know. Yeah. It seems pretty ridiculous, but that's just me. Why is it ridiculous? It'll be fun. It'll be a good get-together. It'll be fun. Oh, we'll have some hurts. food, play some games, meet people. It'll be great. Uh, anyway, G.H. Rocker said uh, he's listened at Eurogamer School. Listen during school. Uh, <laughs> engagement party, Alton Towers, Disney World, USA, Drayton Manor, and on a plane. That's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh Alan no, Tang. Oh, you should be listening to your teachers. Yeah, Alan Tang, Tangy, Tango Ju said, uh, doing math. <laughs> so he's sort of, yeah. presumably in his lesson, maybe. Uh, Mike Vasey said, mowing the lawn, washing the car, and Blackpool Replay Expo. That's where he's listening to. Uh-huh. Uh, Chris Williams uh, uh, says, in a sleeping bag and hammock, watching the dying embers of a fire with a belly full of ale and meat. That sounds kind of cool, I have to say. <laughs> sounds kind of cool, but also sounds kind of like, really? We're what you want to have? I know. I know. things you could be listening to or uh, doing. Nicholas Abbott said, mainly listen on the bus to and from work or while playing Battlefield Footy Manager. Uh-huh. Uh, Seth McNitt, uh, in a cocoon of shame. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer right there. Uh, and Jamie O'Neill says, uh, same uh, dot 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 cocoon of shame thingy. <laughs> nice. uh, so excellent for that. And the only other one I'd like is uh, Paul Hurt. I'd like to shout out for doing his marathon. So there you go. Yeah, that's it. I'll well done to you. So I'll listen to your podcast while driving a bus to the Silverstone Grand Prix, and then during the Grand Prix and <laughs> driving it back. Yeah, nice. Wow, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Did you make all the passengers listen as well? No, I had it on my on my iPod. That would be awesome. Turn that would be yeah. funny. Hey, I've got something cool for you to all listen to yeah. while we're driving. Woo! <laughs> I don't know anything about video games. Well, you will if you listen. Shut up, people. Yeah, I don't care. Well, you will if you listen. <laughs> you better care. I'll pound you one. Um, yeah. So well done to you for finishing your uh, marathon. And apparently, he said the the weather was atrocious. Oy. So it helped him get through the final bit of it. So. Uh, yeah, so well done to him and Duke. Yeah, my shout-outs. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, Burst Salem is medicine. Woo! Combat Chinos sent me a message on uh, Xbox. Is it just me or the last three or four Veteran Gamers podcasts been the best you lot have ever done? I agree. I think we've really hit a stride. And especially now that Chinny's not here, we're really doing a good job. Uh. Yeah, it's definitely been uh, better without him, yeah, I think. Yeah, best one in a long sure. time. Stu, thank you for the uh, Graw code. And Ian and W99 let me know about Raptor giving away codes, even though I didn't need one anymore. Uh, Bongo the Sane asked me, I don't remember, I think I sent out the thing about the playdate, and he said, will there be chin surgery? And that was a reference to the didactic syncast, because I was talking about chin plants. Uh, I, Pete, uh, he said, your impression of Stu had me walking around grinning like an idiot. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Who dipped that in milk then? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Uh, new VG <laughs> hub sites. We have two new VG hub sites. Sweet. Cool, uh, cool. We will have a second one by the time this goes out, probably. Uh, Nintendo Oki is on is on the board. Uh, they're a site out of Oklahoma, and they have to do with Nintendo. So Nintendo Oki and Gamer Dads Live is. I'm waiting to get their stuff, but they'll probably be online by the time uh, you hear this. 
Have you uh, not got Have you not got the old virtual pizza on there? I thought that'd be on there by now. Not on VG Hub. Yeah. Sort of games in it. Sort of. Occasionally. Uh, if he if he applies, I might put him up. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Mister Miyagi nineteen eighty four uh, has a cool name, and also he sent me uh, this message, which we've heard it before. But uh, as an Aussie, I can help you out with why so many Australians are bartenders in the UK. Australia and the UK have an arrangement whereby, until the age of twenty eight, you can spend up to two years working in the UK on a youth mobility scheme visa. It's a great way to see Europe when you're young, and often the first jobs we can get is as a barman. And as Chinny noted, it helps the pommies think we're big drinkers. So, there you go. Uh, G-Monk and I have been playing Draw Something, and other people too, Thumble and Step J and other people. So, thanks for people who playing on Draw Something. I did an awesome version of Defender recently on Draw Something. It was like the game screen. It was awesome. Um, Boston Hands sent some kind feedback about the Didactic Syncast. Influenza suggested that we play Trials Evolution for a play date. I don't know. I don't think I would be into that, but if other people want to, maybe at some point. Uh, Gray Fox sent me some dumb YouTube clips. Those were cute. Uh, people who have been th- liking us on Facebook, thank you very much for that. You wanna be my friend on the Facebook? You wanna be my, wanna be my friend? Joshua Ling, Martin Herod, Steve Heath, and Joseph Rush. And then we have new members on the forums: Mr. Miyagi, Thiderian, and Amaroque. And then finally, the next play date will be Sunday, the 6th of May, 6 p.m. UK time. We're going to be playing... <laughs> Uncharted 3 on the PS Triple. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's it. Okay, Gary, over to you. All right. First of all, I want to shout out to my wife for putting up with me for the last nine months, not working, being grumpy as fuck, um, in pain all day, and high as a card on morphine for the whole duration. And then post-surgery, with the aftermath, trying to come off the morphine, being in pain, disabled, not able to do anything, and she has to do everything apart from, you know, dress me. And and hold your game pad, of course. Yeah, (laughs) well, I, I can just about manage that. Um, but no, she's been an absolute trooper for all of this. Uh, I've got to thank her. Um, secondly, I want to thank the bank because my bank uh, just admitted a mistake and gave me £5,000 of my own money. But, you know, nice of them to give it back to me. It's good that they recognize the mistake. Yeah, and with that, I, I want to give a big shout out to technology because I went on a bit of a spree and recently bought, I'll just give you a quick list, um, an iPad 3. Uh, 7.1 cinema system, a lazy boy chair, you know the lazy boy chair from Friends? Oh, yeah. With massager and all that fridge in it. Uh, the limited edition <laughs> Star Wars Xbox with Kinect oh, and nice. some incredible quality HDMI cables that have improved the sound and picture unbelievably in my little tech world. And finally, shout out to my best mate, Fat Dave. Who has done all the heavy lifting for me, drove me just about everywhere I needed to go, and put my home cinema system together, and even took my wife out on driving lessons because she's learned to drive. Nice. Wow. And he is just the best buddy a bloke could have. So that's my three shots. And he's happy for you to call him Fat Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've called him that since I first met him, and I've never got. I should just call him Dave, really, but I don't know why I call him Fat Dave. <laughs> Presumably because he's fat? <laughs> yeah, well, he, yeah. He's a um, jiu-jitsu 
um, Mesler. So he could kick my ass at any moment. I was going to say, I wouldn't call him fat. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be going in Good old yeah, Dave. But it, good old Dave. But I uh, think my wife sometimes says it by mistake. Um, Oi, fat Dave. And he's like, <laughs> he doesn't mind, but she had her face in a picture when she said it by mistake. And he's not going to kick her ass. Cause... Nah, he doesn't kick my ass. He's a pet teddy bear. But uh, no, fat Dave, yeah. He does own his fat Dave. Yeah, I used to go to a school with a lad called Podge. 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 That's what we used to call him. Uh, and he, he was happy with that. And he stuck for the for the whole of his life. He was called Podge. That was That's it. That's it. You're going to be stuck with that, aren't you? I went to school with a guy called Pupsy. Because at one time he uh, shotted and had the runs and, you know. Oh, shit. Oh, we're back to this again. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're back to the shouting. Pupsy. Yeah, Pupsy. And his name stuck. So now I want to see him. Even 20 years later, I still, oh, hi, Pupsy. How you doing? <laughs> and, uh, oh, he doesn't appreciate it, you know. But uh, Fat Dave, yeah, best bike you'll ever make. Well, on that note, I think it's time we get the hell out of here. So, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. See you. No last Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. So I've got to ask, uh, how was it for you, Gary? That was actually really good fun. I can yeah, see just, why you do it every week now. I'm just going to smoke a cigarette now. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. The sex reference there. I feel pretty satisfied. See what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah. Uh, and, well, uh, I'm looping up, so... Yeah. How was it for you, Duke? <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, how was it? Yeah. Don't worry, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll sneak out in the morning whilst you're still asleep. <laughs> ah, sex. Love the sex. them and leave them, that's what I say. Uh, yeah. Treat them mean, keep them keen. <laughs> uh, Don't leave any way behind. I have to say, though, um, Gary, you know, your, your confession is probably still the best confession we've ever had, I reckon. Really? Yeah. I meant, to, I meant to write in with another one. Do you, do you want me to give you it now? No, no, uh, save, it, save it, save it. Write it in, write it in. It, it involves a female again. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also gaming related somehow. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So oh, at, least, clown have, joke. at least we haven't got Chini telling us off for still recording after the show's finished. And <laughs> I'll tell you off. Why are you still uh, recording? What's wrong with you? He moaned about that, did he? he? Oh, he always moans about us talking after we finish recording. Wow, that's the best part. I love the last sort of seven minutes of your show when you just have this little bit at the end of crap. I know. I don't even know how that started happening. It just sort of did. It just evolved. It's great, though. You know, I used to turn it off for the wide on YouTube, but now I never can. I always have to hear it right to the very end. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes those end bit goes on because Duke will tell some crap joke for about half an hour. Well, here it goes. You ready? <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. Is it quick? So- <laughs> I'll make it quick. I'll tell okay. the very, very, very short version. All right, go on then. This is a kid named Tommy, and he's really excited about Bozo the Clown. He thinks Bozo the Clown's the greatest performer ever. He has Bozo the Clown t-shirt, posters, backpack, lunchbox, all of it. 
one day he hears that the circus is coming to town. He gets really excited. He's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you got to see the circus. So he demands that his parents go get him tickets. They go get tickets, and then he has to wait two weeks for it to open, and he's just very excited. Finally, he goes. The circus is there. The clowns are juggling. He sees Bozo. He's like, Bozo, I love you. And he's like, oh, hey, everybody. And then Bozo says, I need to use the mic. And he gets the mic from the ringmaster. He goes, I need a volunteer from the audience. And But Tommy just goes running over the divide, and he hugs him. I love you, Bozo. You're my hero. I want to be a clown when I grow up just like you and he's like oh thanks young man so uh, what's your name Tommy Tommy I want you to pretend to be an animal and I'll guess which animal you are okay and he's like okay and then Tommy does a little thing walking around and Bozo goes hmm are you a rhinoceros and Tommy goes nope and he goes hmm are you a giraffe and he says that's not it Bozo and he goes huh you must be a dog and he's like nope that's not it either and then Bozo goes well then you must be a jackass <laughs> 10,000 people in this circus laughing at him everyone pointing spotlight on him oh his his heart breaks into a million pieces and his dream of being a clown dies and instead he becomes an accountant and he gets a job at a bank and for 20 years all he does is get up, go to work, come home, watch TV, go to bed. But he also starts coming up with a master plan for revenge. So every day he puts in like four hours of work on this revenge plan, coming up with all these contingencies and all the different possibilities. How is he going to deal with it? What if this happens? 20 years later to the day, Circus comes back to town and the clowns come out. Greatest show on earth. And there's Circus, you know, elephants and the lion tamer and all the rest of it. And the clowns are doing their juggling and stuff. And then Bozo comes over to the ringmaster. I need your mic. He says, ladies and gentlemen, I need a volunteer before he even finishes Thomas, he goes by Thomas now, he's no longer Tommy, he just walks over the thing he's wearing his gray suit from the bank and he says I'm your volunteer and Bozo goes, huh, you look kind of familiar do I know you? and Thomas says, nope and he says, alright, well, here's what we need to do uh, what's your name? he's like, Thomas alright, uh, Thomas, pretend to be an animal and I'll try to guess what animal you are and he's like, alright, and he does the little thing walking around again, and Bozo goes, hmm, are you a giraffe? Thomas says, nope he says, are you a rhinoceros? he says, uh-uh he says, huh, are you a dog? And he goes, nope. He says, well, then you must be a jackass. Ah, 10,000 people laughing at him, spotlight on him, everyone pointing and laughing. Ah, you stupid kid. Thomas just waits for all the noise to settle down, and he waits very patiently, and it gets quiet, and he looks at Bozo, and he says, fuck you, clown. <laughs> you mean we waited all our time for that that's punchline. nothing i don't want to hear it i told a half hour version of that to every class today and well, I with the same language at the end no yeah i have to change it for school so it becomes shut up you stupid clown i hate you which in some ways is funnier but i think the fu clown has more of a punch on it so no i but, actually thought you were going to say Fuck you, you red-nosed cunt. <laughs> oh, Lord, that's, that yeah. is swearing. I'm glad so, that's at the end the of the show. The thing is, you have to understand, I told a class, my brother told me that joke the first time I ever heard it. I heard it from my brother. And he like fell, he was, we were at dinner, and he fell out of his chair while he was saying the punchline. I'll never forget the way he looked. He was like, fuck you, class. It was awesome. So anyway, I told, I modified it, and then told a class of mine a few years ago. And it, I told it about the same speed I just told you. And and they they loved it, and so they started telling the next class, "You got to get them to tell you the clown joke." Like the next year, he, they told the incoming students, "You got to get them to tell you the clown joke." So I built it up. So every year now, at the first week of school, they start right in. Tell us the clown joke. I'm like, no, you're not ready to hear it yet. So I make them wait for like 
15 <laughs> weeks. Like, you got to hear it, got to hear it. And then finally today, I was like, all right, I think it's time. I think you're ready to hear the clown joke. And then, I t- like I say, a 20, 30-minute t- version of it, and like going on about his birthday party, and he goes out to the train tracks to watch the train come in and all this stuff. And then finally, it's like, you shut up, you stupid clown. And I tell them, look, you can go t- – and this is true about everybody listening to this now. You can go tell this joke to somebody else now, and it's the most fun thing in the world when you know they're waiting for a great punchline and you know yeah. it's not coming. No, but it is. Uh, it's brilliant. Yeah. It is. I really like it. I think it's a yeah, good joke. So. I love it. 